Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank, the better bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd the home of NFL and college football, and by the Hastings College Foundation. Now, here's the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And a very pleasant good afternoon. Welcome to the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field, Hastings College football in the air this afternoon on 1230 KHIS. Midland University, the team from Fremont, Nebraska, in town to take on Hastings here this afternoon. The Broncos and the Warriors on 1230 KHIS. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Jimmy Purcell joins me alongside. Hastings coming in, a record of three wins and three losses on the season, they're now 1-3 and three in the Great Plains Athletic Conference after their big win at Doan last week, 22-19. Midland coming in a record of four wins and two losses on the season. They are 2-2 two and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and they lost to Morningside last week by the score of 77-21. to 21. So, Jimmy, uh, Hastings College is going to try to go uh, back-to-back with some uh, great performances last week, uh, picking up the win at Doan, the first time we've been able to beat the Tigers since 2011. But now we got to bottle the energy that we kind of had last Saturday and uh, put it on the field here this afternoon. This uh, Midland team, a uh, very good football team. We sound like a broken record each and every Saturday. This is going to be a tough, hard-hitting football game, which they all are anymore. Uh, it seems like with all the teams in the G-Pack, they've really uh, gotten uh, very equal, so to speak, with uh, the way the uh, coaches have really prepared uh, some of these teams. But another Nyack foe here. And the uh, playing for some hardware today, the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy. I've been looking on the far sidelines, which Midland owns that trophy right now, and uh, it's not polished up and on the sidelines. I'm a little bit concerned. May have to go down and uh, shake Jeff Jamrock loose from his shoes and see if he brought the trophy down. But uh, for the hardware today, another Nyack foe, another team that uh, these two get together, and it really kind of gets nasty at some times. Uh, it's kind of a chippy team uh, in Midland. They really carry a block around on their shoulder, and they like to show off uh, for uh, opposing teams. So hopefully Hastings can uh, keep their composure here in this football game. We've seen it kind of get out of hand uh, in years past, but uh, going to be another tough foe here. They've got a dynamic quarterback. He can run it very well. He can throw it very well. Very athletic. A big kid in there. Uh, also got a good running back. Got a couple of good wide receivers, and they are huge up front. They average close to 300 pounds or a little more than that up on that front line. So going to be a tall test there for this uh, Bronco defense. But let's go back to last week and just gloat just for a little more. I know Tony has a 24-hour rule after uh, each uh, football game. What a what a performance by Hastings College. The kids didn't give up. They had lost uh, two games, uh, three games right in a row. Really got a drubbing from Morningside, and they go in there, they get down against Stone, but they fought back come back to win that game in the late seconds and again the magic man Jordan Johnson on the outside catching a big pass downfield that set up the go ahead touchdown so Hastings uh, all things better now they were able to rush the football very effectively Clark Livingston comes in he did not get the start but he came in threw the ball very effective 
ran the offense uh, just about to perfection. So Hastings goes down to Crete. They up in the, the Doan Tigers. And uh, now we've got uh, another tall task here with uh, Midland. They've been playing very well. Again, you talked about their record coming in four and two. Their two losses to a couple of pretty good teams. Pretty good. Northwestern and Morningside. You're familiar to GPAC football. You know all about those two teams. They're now currently number one and number three in the NAIA national rankings. But uh, picked up some good wins against Concordia, Jamestown, also uh, Mayville State, and uh, Mid-American Nazarene. So Jeff Jamrock's got his squad playing very well. And we'll see what happens here. We may be uh, – we may be – Right beside some uh, some some famous uh, individual there, uh, as you talked about in the pregame show with Eric Crouch being on the staff. That's what Jeff Jamrock's done. He's brought some former players in. I know Imani Cross was on the staff a year ago. Mike Caputo, uh, center for uh, Nebraska, he was on the staff a year ago. But uh, now he's got Ross Deziris that is on the staff and uh, the addition of Eric Crouch. So uh, Eric obviously uh, knows a lot about football, and I'm sure he's a great addition to Jeff Jamrock's staff. He's the running backs coach officially at uh, Midland, but I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, right next door. Why wouldn't you have a uh, Heisman Trophy uh, champion uh, right next door helping call plays uh, in the booth beside us? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised he's going to occupy the booth right beside us. You might want to comb your hair. I've got my (laughs) phone charging, so we'll see if we can't uh, snap a photo or two. But uh, not every day in this business we get to be uh, at least between uh, just a, a pane of glass between us and a uh, Heisman Trophy winner, that don't happen uh, hardly at all. Midland is a team that can put some points on the scoreboard. They're averaging about 36 points per ball game offensively and about uh, 427 yards per game. Their uh, Achilles' heel so far this year has been on their, their defense. They're giving up 34.8 points per ball game and also giving up about 464 yards per game on defense. Right now, the playing of the National Anthem as we get set for football today on 1230 KHS. playing the National Anthem as we get sent for football action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. If you're wondering about the Hastings College Marching Band, the students are on fall break this week, so the the band is not in, in attendance, and a lot of the students have uh, went home here this week. So it's uh, me and Jimmy and a handful of fans from Hastings, a handful of fans from uh, Fremont that's made the trip down here. But we'll have a uh, football action here this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex. We'll get to the starting lineups today here on 1230 KHAS as we sneak closer to uh, game time here today. The starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service. 
Three convenient locations and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Hastings on offense here this afternoon. Clark Livingston will get to start at quarterback. Livingston did not start last week, but played well in the ball game against Doan when he got his chance in there. Clark Livingston elevated to the top spot again this week. The six foot, two hundred pound senior from San Juan, California. Running back will be Taj Willingham, 5'7", 155, actually a 195 uh, senior from Denver. A wide receiver will be Xavier McGuire, 5'10", 180, and a senior. The other side, Jordan Johnson, 6'1", 190, a senior from Spring Valley, California. And Anthony Martinez, a 5'7", 165-pound junior from Oceanside, California. The tight end today for Hastings will be Corey Leash, Six foot one, two twenty, a senior out of Lincoln Pius, and again, Clint Head has kind of shuffled the uh, offensive line again today. Frank Vieira will start at center. Six foot two, two sixty, a senior from Whittier, California. Eula Tasaga switches from the right side to the left side today. He's going to be the left guard. Tasaga is six foot two eighty five, and a senior from San Diego. Blaine Morrow moves from right tackle to right guard. Morrow's six foot two, two seventy, a senior out of Grand Island. That puts Sam Young into the starting spot at right tackle today for Hastings. Young, six foot two, two hundred and seventy pound senior from Hastings Saint Cecilia. John Satterley will be on the other side at left tackle, six foot three, two hundred and seventy pound uh, junior from Burlington, California. Hastings on defense here today. They will go with uh, three down linemen. Tyler Parthamer, six foot three, two sixty-five, a senior out of Beatrice. Austin Bredding, six foot two, two forty-five, a senior from Lincoln North Star. Kayante Kinney, a six foot one, two hundred and fifty-five pound sophomore from Marietta, Texas. Linebackers for Hastings. Titus Clay, six foot, two hundred and fifteen pound freshman from Conroe, Texas. Tyler Kennedy. Six foot one, two hundred and ten pound junior from Chandler, Arizona, and Cornelius Barber, six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pound senior from Pierland, Texas. And in the defensive secondary for Hastings today, Darren Scott, six foot one ninety five, a senior from Waterloo, Iowa. Wesley Jardine, five eleven, two hundred and ten pound senior from Beaver Crossing. Ross Ostendorf, five eleven, one eighty, a senior from Gothenburg. Anthony Murray, five foot eight, one hundred seventy five pound senior from Aurora, Colorado, and also Josh Stanzel, 5'11", 185-pound sophomore out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. That's your starting lineups for Hastings College. We'll take a break, come back, and check the starters for Midland as we continue with Bronco football today on 1230 KHAS. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshaw immediately. I had knew about the Morris Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment and then you know we did a couple more tests down the road with them and then they said things started to turn around a little. It was uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, 
our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Hi, right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. We give you the starters for Hastings. Here's what we expect today out of Midland. Peyton Nelson will be their quarterback, 6'1", 190, a sophomore out of Omaha North. Dalton Tremaine will be one of their wide receivers, six foot, 185-pound freshman out of Polka, Nebraska. On the other side, you've got Charles Apuna. Apuna is out of Hawaii, six foot, 185-pound senior. The running back to start off with today, Lucas Vopperford. He's a six-foot, 180-pound junior out of Blair. Offensive line for Midland. They're going to have Alex Boyer at center, six-foot, 290-pound senior out of Plano, Texas. Daniel Leon will be at left guard, six-foot, two, 275-pound junior from Millard North. On the other side, Riley Williams, six-foot, two, 290-pound junior out of Millard West. Ethan Butler will be at left tackle today, six foot four, two hundred and sixty-five pound junior out of Millard North, and then uh, Clayton uh, Whipmeyer will be at right tackle. He's a big old boy, six foot five, three hundred pound junior out of Omaha Burke. Finally, for uh, Midland on defense here today, they're down linemen to go with a uh, four-three look here most of the day. It'll be uh, Tykler Coke at left guard, actually at. Uh, Left defensive end, six foot one, two hundred and thirty pound sophomore out of Papillion. David Hansen playing in the interior, six foot four, two ninety, a junior from Albion. You got uh, Johan Williams, the other down lineman, a six foot four, two hundred and ninety pound senior from Danville, California. And Songa Eli at uh, right defensive end. He's a five foot eleven, two hundred and ten pound senior. Another Hawaiian coming up to play for the. Midland University Warriors here this afternoon. Theo Blum will be one of the linebackers, six foot one, two hundred and fifteen pound sophomore out of Bishop Newman. Wyatt Tremaine will be a linebacker, five foot nine, two hundred and five pound senior from Hubbard, Nebraska. Jet Hampton will be a linebacker, six foot two hundred pound junior from Paradise, California. Finally, in the defensive secondary for Midland, Tyler Blanco. A five foot ten, one hundred seventy pound sophomore out of New Orleans, Ashton Ellis, a five foot ten, one hundred seventy pound junior out of Houston, Brock Larson, five foot ten, one ninety, a senior from Des Moines, and Ronnie Taylor, a six foot two, one hundred eighty five pound sophomore out of Omaha. Here's Tony Lamps are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings, locally owned, locally managed, with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. Weather-wise, not too shabby, at least uh, to start off the ball game today. We're going to have a partly sunny sky here in Hastings. The temp is standing at 56 degrees. Winds will be blowing out of the southwest at about 13 miles per hour. So the wind's blowing from our right to our left here uh, this afternoon at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. And, Again, with the students gone and, and the band is gone, the football team is going to have to kind of create their own excitement here this afternoon, uh, Jimmy. The, these are some of the, the tough games to play, but they're going to kind of block that out and uh, kind of feed off of themselves here this afternoon. Yeah, they really do. It's uh, basically to the right of us. There is no one sitting over here. This is where the, usually the students in the band uh, sit, and uh, it's always tough when uh, when that happens, when they go on break. is. uh Almost sounds like a Morgan here at some times. Uh, and the crowd, uh, very late, arriving to their seats. Uh, obviously, some a massive tailgating going on outside. i seen uh, some smoke and whatnot when I pulled into the facility here today. But, uh, boy, you talked about the weather. The way it's been all week long, you couldn't ask for a better day today. 
We don't even want to talk about tomorrow because we don't have a game, but the weather is going to be spotty at uh, best with uh, snow coming into the area. But a nice day here today, and uh, captains forming on the sidelines, getting ready to walk to midfield, and they'll have the coin toss. Other games going on in the conference today. You've got Dort playing in Mitchell, South Dakota, against Dakota Wesleyan. Concordia is at Briar Cliff today. And then Doan is playing at Morningside. That'll be a 1.30 game. So kind of an abbreviated schedule here today. Maybe uh, more than just the Hastings College students are on fall break today. Maybe some other uh, uh, colleges as well. So just uh, four games in the Great Plains Athletic Conference for this Saturday. Get you up to date on the Huskers right before we get started here. Nebraska is trailing uh, Northwestern. They've got eight minutes to play now in the third quarter. Northwestern with a lead over Nebraska 14-13. to So the Huskers over on the breeze today, KLIQ 94.5. As soon as we wrap up coverage over there uh, at 6 o'clock tonight or 6.30, we'll get you to some Husker volleyball. The Huskers have an important match tonight on the road at Penn State. And as soon as we wrap up with our football coverage on the breeze, we'll get you right to uh, Penn State for the Nebraska-Penn State volleyball games. That's coming up uh, later on. This afternoon and tonight over on the breeze, KOIQ 94.5. This one right here, Hastings College in the Midland for you today on 1230 KHIS. Broncos are back up to the 500 mark, Jamie. I think this is an important ball game for Hastings. Not only are we playing for some hardware today with the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy, but Hastings, uh, we've already beaten an in-state school in Doan. We can knock one off here. Uh, with Midland, we've got uh, Concordia coming up. This is important when uh, you go to try to recruit uh, high school seniors from across the state. Uh, yeah, we won the Nebraska State Championship between uh, all these uh, colleges. Uh, so this is an important game for Tony and the staff. Well, it really is. And uh, I was looking down the roster this morning before I came over here. And, boy, Jeff Jamrog has done a uh, tremendous job building this uh, program here. He's got a ton of kids on the roster. They brought a lot down on the uh, trip here today. But, uh They've still got that Hawaiian connection, and I, I don't think it'd probably ever work, but, boy, I'd love to be that recruiter to be able to go out there. We could probably go out to Hawaii for a week and uh, try to get some re- more recruiting done. They've got uh, several guys from Hawaii. They always have. They've uh, For several years, they've been able to have that connection out in Hawaii, but uh, they've got a uh, slug of Nebraska kids, and that's right. Uh, there's uh, some here today visiting the uh, campus so it's uh, always good to say hey we uh, we won this game and this game and win all the games in the uh, the nebraska state foes but again it's uh, gonna be not an easy task here today midland playing very very good football you mentioned the early two losses to number one uh, morningside and number three northwestern so this is a tough football. They didn't want to even talk about uh, Morningside last week when I, <laughs> when I talked with uh, Jeff Jambrog earlier this week. He says, we're not even going to talk about Morningside. They got bit just like everybody else has, uh, 77-21. to 21. They lost to them. They lost to Northwestern, 49-20. to 20. But They've got wins so far this year over Mid-American Nazarene, Mayville State. They've also beaten Concordia and uh, Jamestown. So they're sitting at 4-2. and two. On the season, 2-2 two and two in the conference. Hastings has got that 1-1 one, one now in the conference over Doan. We're sitting at 1-3. and three, And now we're sitting back at uh, the 500 mark at 3-3 three and three on the season. So we're set to go. Hastings continues to to shuffle their, their uniform attire. Today we're going to be in our gray <laughs> pants and our crimson tops with our white football helmets. 
Midland is going to come out in their, their blue pants and their white tops with their orange trim. Normally we wear uh, gray football helmets with this uh, jersey pant combination. Today we go with our white helmets. Yeah, a little bit of a change again. We had a change last week with the uh, gray pants, white tops, and the uh, gray helmets. That seemed to work well. Another change, uh, I didn't see a problem last week with the offensive line and the uh, and the blocking that we had up front. They were able to get Tosh loose. Tosh had a huge day up in uh, Crete, but uh, Clint Head believes he just likes to shuffle his lineup just like he shuffles cards. And here's another change. We've got a new deep man. Usually it's Taj back deep. Cole Fisher is going to return this one. Well, Taj is an up back. I see him. He's out there. He's right ahead of Fisher. Fisher's the deep man at the 10-yard line. And here comes the uh, kick. They're going to kick it over his head out of out of the end zone. So that, that's kind of unique. They had uh, Taj lined up as the, the second tier back there at about the, the 15-yard line. And uh, Cole Fisher, who's a long snapper, and the a reserve running back was back there. He hasn't returned a kick all year. Evidently, no, they, they I, felt he, as if Midland was not going to kick it deep. So. Yeah, he, he doesn't uh, touch the football a whole lot other than that long snap. And I could see if Austin Bredding was out there. Bredding got a carry into the end zone on a two-point conversion last week. But here we go. Hastings College first possession here today. Clark Livingston in there at quarterback. He's going to hand the ball away. That's Todd. Starts off inside. Now slips it outside the numbers as he comes to the near side. He's going to be running out of bounds here. At about the 25, 26-yard line, so not a whole lot of running room. That play was designed to come inside. Jimmy, he bounces it outside and uh, did not find a whole lot of running room out here. Pick up. We'll give him four yards. No, we're not. We're no, we're not. We're going to loss of a yard. Loss of a yard. It's going to bring up a second down and 11 now for Hastings. Broncos moving from our left to our right. Here in this uh, first quarter of play, north to south here at the Osborne Sports Complex. Livingston pass is going to be caught at the 30, out to the 35-yard line. That's going to be close to a first down. Jordan Johnson makes the reception there for Hastings College. Johnson makes his 32nd reception of the year. That was a pickup of about 10, but Hastings lost one in that first play. So Hastings now looking at third down in the yard. Ball is sitting between the 34 and 35-yard line. It's on the far side hash mark. Here's this... Uh... All important third down. Third down has been a struggle for Hastings this season. Here's a handoff to Taj, and Taj is fighting for some uh, first down yardage. He's going to have it, I think, at the 36. You mentioned third down conversions, Jimmy. It's been more than a struggle. Hastings is dead last in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. 27 out of 96 this year in converting third downs. That is only 28.1%. That is dead last in the conference. That will help the numbers, though. A two-yard blast up the middle there by Taj Willingham. Picks up a couple of yards out across the 35. First and 10, Hastings. Opening possession of the ball game here. Play action pass. Clark wants to throw the football. Now he underhands it here to Taj Willingham. He doesn't want it, so he gives it to Taj, and Taj is wrestled out of bounds here. Gets it back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe yeah. uh, now they're going to lose a yard or so. Brings it back to the 35. Clark, he was uh, rolling to his right. He was under pressure. He, he didn't want it anymore, so it's like a, a playground passer. He just kind of well, underhands it to Taj Willingham. I'll bet you he's a good horseshoe. But he pitches good horseshoes there. That was a underhanded pitch to Taj. Taj really had nowhere to go. Midland had a guy right there in the hip pocket. And Taj brought him down for about a yard and a half loss. Going to make second down and long. Here's a clock. He wants to throw it again. He does to the far side. Oh, a big, big, big hit over there at the 37-yard line. The reception was made by uh, Xavier McGuire over there. But a big-time hit by uh, 
Roy Rush, or Ray Rush, the quarterback, a freshman out of Omaha Northwest, levels the boom on uh, Xavier McGuire. That was a pickup, though, of a couple of yards, but McGuire paid for it right there. Third down and about seven yards to go. Ball is sitting at the 38-yard line of Hastings. So there's another third down opportunity. Livingston backs up. He throws the ball to the far side. That baby is going to be tipped away at the last second from Jordan Johnson. And again, it is Ray Rush over there for Midland. So Hastings cranks out a first down in their, their first drive of the ball game. But now we'll have to punt the thing away. It is fourth down and seven yards to go. And Midland should get good field position. Well, with a couple of tough plays, that uh, first down play, a loss of a couple of yards that really put them behind the chains. And it made it a third down and long. And they tried to get the ball into Johnson over there. But uh, Rush, a couple of good back-to-back plays for the Midland defense, and now Stogg's in the game to kick this one away. Here comes some pressure. Stoggle will get it away. Stoggle goes down. There's no penalty flag. The ball bounces around here at the 28-29 yard line. Stoggs goes down, but no flags, and Midland will start first down and 10 at their own 29-yard line. So tremendous pressure there by the Warriors. They got into Stoggs. Tony's saying, hey, what about a flag down here? What about a flag as he comes up the sideline for Hastings? So Midland will have the ball. Again, their quarterback is Peyton Nelson. Nelson, a transfer from Nebraska Kearney. He went to Omaha North. He's a sophomore, six foot, 190-pounder. He has rushed for 456 yards, and he has passed for 1,208 yards so far this season. He wants to throw right now. Hastings is in pursuit. Nelson is going to throw the ball into the Bronco bench. Hastings, tremendous pressure there with Austin Bredding and Tyler Parthamer. Nelson had nowhere to go. He just tosses that ball into the Bronco bench. It's second down and 10. Good pressure there. Hastings brought uh, everybody but about the kitchen sink and forced uh, Nelson out of the pocket over here to the near side. And he threw that one. The closest uh, anybody around there was the uh, Bronco cheer team. Down there is uh, Nelson unloaded that way out of bounds. Second down and 10 here from the 30. Wide receivers left and right. Here's a inside handoff. And that's going to be uh, chipped up in the backfield. And down he goes. Tyler Parthamer gets the tackle there on Lucas Vopperford. Vopperford is a six foot, 180-pound junior out of Blair. He's their, one of their leading rushers, 256 yards coming in here. That's a loss of two yards in a play. So two good defensive plays for Hastings to start off this ball game. Couldn't ask for anything better on the Bronco defensive side of things. They played a pretty good game last week in Crete against the uh, Doan University Tigers, and uh, they had a couple of good plays here. Going to bring up third down. We'll call it 12, back at the 28. Here's Nelson. He wants to set up a little screen. He does. Bob Preferred has got it. 35-40 down the sideline. 45-50-40. Down to the 30 of Hastings spins, and he's brought down at the 23-yard line. So Midland crosses up the uh, Bronco defense that time. Hastings came with a lot of pressure, Jimmy, and they had the, the, the bright play called there with that little screen pass. Bob Preferred Gets loose down the far sideline and takes it all the way down to the Hastings College 23. That's a first down for the Warriors. 48 on the pass and catch. Bob and Ford doing a great job choosing his lanes on that far side. Got some good blocking from his wideouts. And they've got it all the way down at the Bronco 25-yard line. 10-44 and counting here in the first quarter. All right, Nelson will be in the gun. He sends a man in motion. He hands the ball away to a Vopford, And he is going to be stacked up right at the line of scrimmage. Stacked up right at the line there. Tyler Kennedy coming in to make the stop. He's one of the leading tacklers for Hastings. He's the junior out of Chandler, Arizona. 32 stops for Tyler Kennedy so far in the first six ball games of the season. 
That was no gain in the play as they take it right up the middle and they run right into our middle linebacker, Tyler Kennedy. It is second down, 10 yards to go now for Midland. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 24-yard line, I guess, officially. Wide receivers left and right. Nelson play action pass, wants to throw the football. He's got a man, and it is going to be incomplete. Down the right sideline in the end zone, they had a man out there, but they threw it a little bit uh, too far. The intended receiver there for uh, Midland was uh, Sewell. Back there in coverage was Josh Stanzel for Hastings. But Sewell had him beat down the right yeah. sideline. Yeah, Stanzel got caught up in the uh, artificial turf here and wasn't able to get a clean break. And uh, Sewell had him beat. If uh, quarterback uh, Nelson would have just pulled the string on that a little bit, that was six. Okay, so we got a third down and 10 yard to go situation now. Here's a uh, direct snap as uh, they go with the uh, Wildcat. That's going to be Gary Cannon carrying the ball there. Cannon moves it from the 24 down to the 22-yard line. A pickup of two on the play. That's fourth down and eight yards to go. You and I kind of talked about this earlier. I think Cannon was a quarterback at one time for Midland. Now he's running as a running back and a uh, wide receiver for the Warriors. Yeah, big kid, 220 pounds. They try to get the... uh, Wildcat off the uh, left side there. Hastings College, another good defensive stand. So fourth down here, and uh, Midland's going to go. It'll be Nelson back in there. I'm surprised they're not going for the field goal, but it's fourth down and seven. They're going to go for it. Nelson, his pass across the middle is incomplete. It is incomplete. White penalty flags down. Sewell was the intended receiver. The Broncos had good coverage there, but some late penalty flags coming in. And I mean, these were real late penalty flags coming in after the ball goes sailing on by a Sewell. Penalty flags come down, and they're going to talk about a possible pass interference, and that's going to blow an artery on the head coach of Hastings, Tony Harper, as he wants an explanation here on the near sideline. Tony's already right in the uh, face of the... Uh official that threw that flag, but it was. The ball was already knocked to the turf, and it came in very, very late. He's going to get an explanation. I don't think he's going to like it, though, and that was Ostendorf that was uh, coming off. Targeting number 28. High hit on a defenseless player. Automatic first down. Number 28 is disqualified from the game. Oh, wow. Wow. That's Wesley Jardim. Wow. That that is huge. Well, we're going to get to see it again here on replay. I'd like to. Can they roll it one more time? I don't. He kind of caught him with his shoulder pads in his chest area. I don't. I don't know about that. Wesley's going to have to go to the locker room and uh, get a shower. That uh, I don't know. Here it is again. See, his helmet wasn't even close. No, I he he hit him in the helmet, but it was with his lower part of his shoulder pads and his chest area. I disagree with that uh, that call there. That was awful. Wow, that, that's our best player on defense right there. There's an inside handoff. Now Nelson's going to keep yeah, it off yeah, left side. Great, that, that great was fake. Great fake. Nelson uh, takes the ball down to the uh, six yard line. They fake the ball to Adrian Kellogg, who's into the ball game. Nelson uh, takes the ball down to the six-yard line. I was more concerned with maybe watching the replay one more time, but, yeah, that, that was a bad call. Yeah, I, that, I, I don't get on the officials very much during all my years of doing games, but that was a bad call, crew. That was a bad call, and I'd send that in to the, uh, the GPAC office immediately. There's a uh, ball that's going to be thrown, and it is going to be caught in the end zone for the touchdown. 
It is caught in the end zone for a touchdown as Midland goes out on top. That's Dalton Tremaine, the freshman out of Polka, grabs the ball there, and the Warriors go out on top here in the first quarter, 6 to nothing, with 8.31 to play in the first period. Tremaine just made a great cut on Stanzel again in the uh, middle of the end zone. Had to go down to his knees to get that uh, diving attempt, but he made a, a nice catch, six-yard touchdown pass, and now the PAT coming here from uh, Midland. All right, so the Warriors go out on top here in this football game. They use that uh, targeting penalty to sustain their drive. They scored two plays after that, and now Midland has got the lead over Hastings. The score with eight minutes and 31 seconds to play in the first quarter. Midland seven, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco Football. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. Hastings College football for you here today on 1230 K-H-A-S. Midland on their opening drive. They take it eight plays, 65 yards. They get into the end zone on a six-yard touchdown pass. From Peyton Nelson to Dalton Tremaine, they had the point after touchdown. And the score is now seven to nothing. Midland has got the lead here. And now the Warriors will uh, kick the football away. Going to come down over here to Taj at about the 10-yard line. Oh, he bobbles that. Now we got trouble. Taj goes back into the end zone to grab it. He's back to the 5-yard line, and he is out of bounds to the 6. Well, that didn't happen very often. He seems one of the better uh, kickoff and punt return teams in the conference, and that one went over the head of Taj, and he tried to reach back to grab it. And Went off of his fingertips, and then he went back into the end zone to grab it. And by then, uh, nothing but Warriors were downfield. Yeah, he just misjudged the ball. The wind is out of the south today, and uh, that ball just sailed on Taj. He tried to catch it up around his helmet, and it uh, just simply went through his hands back into the end zone, and he got it out to the uh, about the six-yard line. There's a handoff to a Taj as he takes it to about the seven, and that's it. Picking up a yard on the play for Taj Willingham as he goes uh, straight at this Midland defense. Jim Midland defensively has given up some yards, Jimmy, 464 yards per ball game. They are dead last in the conference in total defense, and they give up 34.8 yard, or 34.8 points per game. That is a ninth in the Great Plains Athletic Conference in scoring defense. So we're going to have some chances, I think, offensively today if we can get something to work for us. Second down and 10 yards to go. Livingston outside the pocket here, and he's going to be run out of bounds. Livingston bringing it to the near sideline. He has run out of bounds over here by uh, Midland. That was a short gain, only of about a yard or so. And now he's going to bring up a third down and nine. The ball is sitting at the nine-yard line of Hastings. At least we've got to pick up a couple of first downs down here. Well, we do. Here we are in this third and long situation again, and it was all because of the mistake on the kickoff. We weren't able to field the football. We're pinned down in our own uh, territory. And now this third and long, which Hastings has struggled on all season long. 
Our big play here, third down, nine yards to go from the nine-yard line. Livingston is back in his own end zone. He scrambles left. Livingston is going to try to run from him, and he's belted over there as he uh, goes out of bounds at about the 10 or 11. Well, and now you got to think that uh, Midland's going to dial up the heat and try to get after Stoggs. They nearly got to it last time, but a three and out for Hastings, and uh, Midland's going to get the football in great field position because Stoggs will be kicking in to this stiff breeze. Mike Sewell is a guy who normally returns kicks here for Midland. He averages 11.1 yard per return. He is standing at the 35-yard line of Hastings, and the winds are blowing right into the face of Stoggs, who is nine yards deep. Here they come, and the kick from Stoggle. They're going to signal for the fair catch. Sewell is going to make it at the 38-yard line of Hastings. So after a problem on special teams with Taj Willingham, Misjudging the ball in the kickoff. Hastings goes three plays and out. They've got a punt. And look at the field position for Midland. They've got the ball at the Hastings College 38-yard line, first down and 10. Well, Midland very effectively took it downfield. It was all set up on that screen pass to the uh, running back, Boppenford. They got him 48 yards on that drive, but they uh, took it in from 65 yards out. And now they're going to have the football at the Hastings 38-yard line officially. All right, Voppen Ford is in the backfield. They're going to give him the ball on a quick pitch. That time he runs into the Bronco defense and Tyler Kennedy. Tyler Kennedy, Ross Ostendorf, they're there. So now somebody's got to step up, Jimmy, on this uh, defensive side with the Wesley Jardine out of the ball game now after he was uh, hit with a targeting call. Dayron Jones will uh, take his place as uh, one of the safeties, but that is a huge loss. Uh, Wesley Jardim is our leading tackler. Yeah, just a, a big loss, and again, the call doesn't matter now. It's over with, and we can't bring him out of the locker room. He's out for this game, and uh, and unless they reverse that, he'll be out for the game next week. All right, Boppin Ford goes in motion to the far side. Here's uh, Nelson. They fake the ball to him, and now Nelson comes to the near sideline, and he runs out of real estate. Runs out of real estate. He's run out of bounds over here. Anthony Murray, one of the guys that run him out, right in front of the Bronco bench. That was a loss in the play. All the way back here to the 44-yard line, so a loss of about, what, five, six yards on the play there as the quarterback, Peyton Nelson, just ran out of real estate running to this near sideline. Back-to-back losses of three and four. They've got the Mack truck in reverse here. Bronco defense doing a great job here. Now it's third and long for the Midland University Warriors. About 15 yards to go. Nelson sprints out right side, holds the ball. Here comes the pressure. Nelson cocks the arm, throws it downfield. It's going to be incomplete. It's going to be incomplete down there in the end zone. He threw the ball a mile and a half, but is overthrown down there in the end zone in Midland. We'll have to punt the football away. The intended receiver was Darren Gentry. Gentry, a junior out of Stockton, California. Great job there by the Bronco D, giving away uh, the special teams, get the football down there. But, boy, when you start in your own territory, pretty good chance you're going to get some points. But the Bronco D stifle them and uh, three and out. And uh, Midland will kick. All right, so the Warriors will stand here at their own 42-yard line. They're going to try to pooch it down there. The pin the Broncos back deep. They've got a guy down there, down around the goal line. The ball is dancing around down there, and I think they got to the ball, Jimmy, at the one-yard line. He's going to bring another official in. I They're going to rule whether he was on the chalk or not. Yeah, that's going to be the case. 
They uh, had a guy down there. He tried to throw the football back into the field of play there right on the uh, far sidelines. We'll get to see it again here. But, again, watch the guy that comes in and recovers it. Actually, not chalk on the field turf. It's going to be the paint, but you'll see it here in just a second as he comes in. And he was, well, now they took it off. But he touched the line, so football comes out to the 20 Yard line, Hastings College with their third possession. You like being at home, don't you? I love the replay. You like these replays in the booth. Anyway, Hastings will get the ball. The Broncos are trailing here. Five minutes and 55 seconds to play in the first quarter. Seven to nothing is the score. Midland has got the lead. There's a little reverse play to the near side. Jordan Johnson has got it, and he's popped out of bounds. Jordan Johnson comes back and uh, gets the ball in a little reverse. I think that's the first time we've seen Jordan Johnson carry the ball here this year. Yeah, don't uh, normally see him uh, get to carry it, usually on the receiving end of things. Johnson with one catch for 10 yards early in this ballgame, but we'll give him five on that out around the right side, out to the 25-yard line. Going to work up second down and five here with 5.50 left to go here in the first quarter. Warriors seven, Broncos nothing. Wide receivers left and right here for Clark Livingston. They fake the handoff. Now Livingston around the right end to the 28-yard line. Tackle is made by Zach Gates. Gates, a 5'11", 250-pound senior out of Omaha. He had 39 stocks coming into this football game here this afternoon. Now he seems looking at third down, but a, a manageable situation. Third down at a yard to go. The ball is at the 29-yard line. He sings with a tight set. Yeah, if Hastings would have been a lot quicker there, they could have got to... Oh, they're going to stuff him up there. Midland made a bunch of substitutions there, and if Hastings could have got the line, they would have got him with uh, too many personnel on the field, but I don't think they got that first down. No, they lost a yard. They went straight ahead, and Hastings lost a yard on third down and a yard. So now Hastings will be looking at fourth down, and Tony thought about it, but he's got to put the football away. Yeah, he's got to punt her away down here in your own territory. You're only down 7 to nothing early in this ball game, so... Third and one, Hastings fails to convert. Midland does a good job. Like I said, they sent in a ton of people there on that last play. Hastings probably could have, like Jimmy said, caught him with a bunch of guys on the field there. They just went up to the line of scrimmage and snapped it. There's a low step now. The ball is going to be blocked on the punt. The ball is sailing in the air. It is loose. It's picked up here now at the 19-yard line and dropped right there. Problems, problems, problems on the special teams. Austin Harris picks up the ball after it was blocked in there by Midland. First of all, the snap was low. Stoggs had to pick it up off of the turf to try to get it away. He got it away, but the ball was blocked. Harris picks it up, and Midland has got the ball to Hastings' 19-yard line. Doesn't matter. You've got to do a better job of protecting your punter back there. The first punt that the Stoggs had, they almost got to him on that one. He was able to get the one away from the end zone. We've had three punts. That one was ugly. That uh, is going to result in Midland with the football at the 19-yard line of Hastings. All right, so problems on special teams here in this uh, first quarter. Here's a Nelson, gives it away to Vopperford, and Vopperford fumbles the football. It is loose to the 17-yard line. Hastings has the ball. Vopperford fumbles the football. Hastings is on top of it at the 17-yard line. Ross Ostendorf, I believe, came up with that football underneath that stack. Now the officials are chatting down there. Yeah, it's going to be Hastings football. So a big break. So Hastings with uh, tough protection on the punter Stoggs here today. He gets one partially blocked. Midland takes over at the Hastings 19. And one play later, Voppenford throws the ball on the ground. 
And that was Austin Norv coming up with the football at the 17-yard line. That is the sixth fumble recovery of the season for Hastings on defense. So Hastings avoids disaster there. Now the Broncos get the ball back. They're going to hand it away to a Taj. Taj is going to bring it across the 20 onto the 23-yard line. So we're dodging bullets here, Jimmy. That's what we're doing. We're dodging bullets in the first quarter. 7 to nothing is the score. Midland has got the lead. Taj with the uh, carryoff right side picks up five yards. Taj now averaging over 100 yards per game after that big performance last week. Second down and five here for the Hastings offense. Hastings moving left to right here in the first quarter. There's a little slant pattern. And that's, yeah, that's going to be a pass interference call. Hastings going with a, uh, a slant over here to a Jordan Johnson. And the only flags come out. They got to him long before the ball got there. That's uh, Tyler Blanco, a sophomore out of New Orleans. Is going to be in there on the penalty. Update on the Huskers. This could be the day. Nebraska has got the lead over Northwestern. The Huskers 20. The Wildcats of Northwestern 14. They've got less than a minute to play in the third quarter. Wow, look out. They'll tear the goalposts down. And yeah. I think this is, is that correct, though? If Nebraska would lose today, it would be the longest losing streak in history. Is that right? I think that's right, yeah. I thought I heard you in your sports broadcast earlier. See, I do listen to you during the week. I know we haven't won for a long time. <laughs> I know it's been a, been an awful long time, but uh, you realize that we could still become bowl eligible. Oh, and I heard uh, the boys on ESPN this morning. I flipped on TV. They bring up the Huskers. They like what Scott Frost is doing. Kirk Herbstreet says today is the day, and don't be surprised. Pass interference, as we knew. He said, "Don't be surprised, Husker fans, if." Nebraska gets on a roll, and they're in Iowa City for a chance to go to a bowl game. Really? That's what Herbie said. Really? I, I don't I don't know. He's an old Buckeye. But, that's, uh, that's a I, long way to go. I caught that just when I turned on TV this morning. So the Broncos pick up a first down, second one of the afternoon. The football out at the 28-yard line, first and 10. Right, he seems needs to get at least a couple of first downs here to just play field position against Midland, I think, here today. Crashing ahead there is going to be Willingham as he gets the ball to the 34. He kind of lowers his shoulder and drives it up to the 34. They don't really bring him to the turf either. They just kind of stop his forward progress there, and they, they blow her dead. And that's where uh, he sings all. Get the run his next play. Ball sitting between the 34 and 35-yard line. Tough, tough run. Taj showed last week just the power he had up at Doan. Dragging players along in that one there. No, they never brought him down. Four guys draped on his back. Taj able to maintain his balance. Picks up seven, second and three. Now he swing the ball out to uh, Taj out there at the 30. He dances to the 33. He gets it to the 34. Across the 35 to the 36. To be short of a first down there. So they put Taj in motion that time. They swing the ball out to him to the far side of the field. Get him one-on-one with some uh, some corners over there in Willingham. Picks up positive yardage to about the 36-yard line. Third down and about three and a half yards to go for Hastings. Two and a half minutes to play here in the first quarter. 7-0. Midland has got the lead. But another big third down call here for Hastings. Willingham. Rather than that's a pass over here to a Johnson. Johnson snags her and he's going to have the first down at the 44-yard line. Another slant over here. Johnson makes the reception. Blanco... Well, uh, get credited with a the tackle there. 
So a third down conversion for Hastings. They'll bring the ball out to the 42-yard line. Good job there by Johnson hanging on the ball. I tell you what, Johnson, number one in your heart, number four in your program, makes an outstanding catch, second one of the day, 17 yards on two receptions. Johnson goes in motion, and now they're going to air it out, and that's going to be overthrown. It's going to be picked off. It's going to be picked off back here at the 15-yard line. Picking the ball off that time was Ray Rush. That Rush Boy, we've, yeah, we've called his name a couple of times already here in the first quarter. Ray Rush gets his first interception of the season, the freshman out of Omaha Northwest. Calvin Lynn Cook, the uh, intended receiver down here, he just sent him on a fly pattern, but uh, Rush having a big first half. That was a great catch. Man, he leaped out, extended his body, caught it off his fingertips, and... Uh, First turnover of the uh, football game for Hastings. All right, so Midland will come back out now. That's like a punt, though. We're down here at the 18-yard line, so Midland has got the ball. Peyton Nelson is their quarterback. They're going to hand the ball away. That's going to be Vopperford with the ball, I think, as they move it across the 20 out to the 23-yard line. No, that's going to be Adrian Kellogg who's into the ball game now. Adrian Kellogg, a six-foot, 200-pound junior, out of Omaha, he has rushed for 235 yards, a couple of touchdowns, 42 carries coming into the football game here this afternoon. Kellogg picks up about five on that play. Second down, five yards to go. Line of scrimmage is now the Hastings, actually the uh, Midland 23-yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Nelson in the uh, pistol set, takes the ball, throws it across the middle, incomplete. Trying to get it to Sewell on a little slant across the middle there. Threw it too far, incomplete pass. Talked about the uh, prior run. Another kid from Omaha. I'll tell you what, Jeff Jamrog and his staff, they set up a camp there in Omaha. They've got a ton of Omaha kids on their uh, their roster. And, again, that's where Hastings likes to go, Lincoln and Omaha area. And, again, it's just a competition with Concordia, Doan, Midland, all trying to buy for uh, those outstanding athletes up there. But, yeah, they got a bunch of Omaha kids. Gentry is your wide receiver. He's not from Omaha. He's from Stockton, California. As he splits out wide to the left side, they look his way. There's a pass that's going to be caught here at the 25, out to the 30, out to the 31-yard line, and uh, ridden out of bounds. That's going to be Nolan Wolf. Nolan Wolf grabs the ball there for Midland University. Ridden out of bounds here. Bound the Broncos here on the near sideline. That was a pickup of enough for a first down, so they bring it out to the 31. First and 10 for the Warriors. We'll give them seven on that passing catch out to the 31. Third first down. Clock down to 47 seconds of counting here. Warriors seven, Broncos nothing. Midland moving from our right to our left. Man goes in motion. Nelson calling the signals. Here comes the pressure. Nelson has got the ball. Rolls right. Throws the ball down the right sideline. Incomplete. Incomplete again, trying to take the ball down the right sideline right in front of the Midland bench. Dalton Tremaine was the intended receiver down there for Midland. Back in coverage for Hastings with Josh Stanzel. Tell you what, Midland really picking on Stanzel here today. He may want to cinch his belt up one more notch and get ready for the ride. They've uh, gone at him a lot here today. 31 seconds to play here in quarter number one. Seven or nothing is the score. Midland has got the lead. There's a pistol sent again. Man comes in motion to the near side. 
Oh, that's going to be shaken loose, and now uh, Kellogg gets loose, and then down he goes. Hastings nearly got a big loss there, Jimmy, but Kellogg kind of slides away from him, and then he's uh, finally brought down in the play, but that was a good job on the Bronco defense. Yeah, Keontae Kenny come flying in there and almost got the handoff from the quarterback, Nelson, but he blasted the running back again, but didn't bring him down. But by that time, Hastings had enough penetration in there. It was a loss of three, going to bring up third and long, and Jeff Jamrock's going to call timeout. He calls it timeout because he wants to he wants to save the win here in this quarter. We got two seconds to play in the first quarter. Midland calls the timeout, so they they want to win one more play uh, here in this uh, first quarter. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West Second Street in Hastings. We'll take a break and come back. Two seconds to play first quarter. Midland 7, Hastings nothing. Someone once said, If you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, And they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lighter bill of fare or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. 1230 KHAS. All right, two seconds to play here in the first quarter. Butlin calling the timeout. They they want to win for some reason for one more play. So here it is. Nelson has got it. Looking this side. Now he's going to run with it, and Nelson is going to be hit, and down he goes. The ball comes loose. I think the officials yeah. got to say he was down. That's going to be the case. So they run that play, and now they're going to have to punt. But now... They're gonna have to punt into the wind, Jimmy. That 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 play that timeout that didn't make a lot, that didn't make a lot of sense to me. Anyway, that's the end of the first quarter. Now, first quarter in the books. We'll take a break with a score. Midland seven, Hastings nothing. You're listening to Bronco football. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walk past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and, again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion. You cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here at the Osborne Sports Complex. I think uh, Gino is also on the fall break here today. He yeah. did not report to duty today. So. Yeah. He failed to call in. <laughs> anyway, we got uh, we got Midland going to punt the football away here to begin this uh, second quarter. Here comes the punt. Good kick. Wow. Hastings, I thought, signaled for the fair catch back there with Murray, but he was decked on the play. No 
Oh, penalty flag, so evidently Murray did not go. I thought I saw his arm go up, but that was because he got hit so hard. Yeah, Murray got gecked down here. Anyway, a great kick there by uh, Midland. He thinks he'll start this drive on the 24-yard line. Punter was Camden Griffiths. He got into that one. A good kick there for Midland. Yeah, good driving spiral kick down there. And uh, Hastings will start at the 24-yard line. Broncos are trailing in the ball game by a score of 7 to nothing. Could have been a lot worse there in the uh, first quarter. Midland had a couple of other chances and did not score. Here's a running play to Taj Willingham as he brings it across the 25 out to the 27-yard line. A pickup of a couple of yards on the play. And on the stop there for... Uh, Midland that time was Theo Bloom, one of the guys. An old Centennial Conference football player from Bishop Newman. Six foot one, 215 pounder. Second down and six yards to go. He sings with the ball on their own 28 yard line. Wide receivers left and right. Hastings has a running back just to the left there of Clark Livingston. Clark's going to back up. He's got time, stands in a pocket, throws it far side. He's going to be too far out of bounds. Jordan Johnson, the intended receiver over there for Hastings, but he had no chance at that one. Back in coverage that time for Midland was Brock Larson. And now the Midland folks across the way trying to spark their team on here. Third down and six yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 28-yard line. The Broncos working south the north there in the second quarter as they signal the plays in now here on the near sideline. Broncos standing at the line of scrimmage. There's Clint head offense. Wide receivers again left and right with Livingston in the shotgun. Man comes in motion. Livingston backs up. He stands in the pocket. Now he's being flushed out to the right side. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught along the sideline. Did he stay in bounce? He did. He made a nice catch. That's Taj Willingham right at the first down stakes for Hastings. That was a nice play by Taj, Jimmy, right in front of the the Midland coaching staff over there. Yeah, great the, job by Taj, uh, just leaping for that football and able to get feet down in the inbounds. And, yeah, just about a half a yard past the stick, so they'll spot it down at the 35. Fourth first down for Hastings. They continue the drive. They pick up a third down. All right, here's uh, Livingston going to hand the ball away to Taj. Prince outside, 35-40 to the 43-yard line. And he was just a shake away from maybe a big play right there, Jimmy. Wyatt Tremaine was the guy who finally brought him down, but he got just a little piece of him. He tripped him up as he crosses the 40. Touchdown save and tackle there for Midland. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. Right after this play, we'll get you numbers. All right, second down here for Hastings. Second down in three. There's a Neesmith into the ball game. 45-50, Neesmith into Midland territory down to the 44-yard line. Somebody lost a hat out there, but Neesmith, he picks up a seam to the right side and takes the ball inside Midland Territory down to the 44-yard line. First down, Hastings. 24-yard, uh, excuse me, 24 ca- uh, yards on three carries here in this second quarter, 14 yards on the Neesmith carry. Good blocking up front by that uh, offensive line. Again, the fourth first down. Broncos in the first quarter with 44 yards, 20 through the air, 24 on the ground for Midland, 61 through the air, 6 on the ground, 67 yards. Hastings with a first and 10 at the 44-yard line. Here's a handoff again to Neesmith. He's going to come this side to the 40 to the 38-yard line. Give him a pickup there of about six yards in a play. So Tyree Neesmith, 
a six foot, two hundred pound sophomore. Into the ball game now to spell uh, Taj Willingham a little bit. Back to back carries for a Neesmith, and he's got the Broncos sitting down at the thirty nine yard line. Second down, five yards to go for Hastings. The Broncos marching here for the first time today. Here's Willingham. He picks up a couple of yards off a right tackle. Maybe two yards on the play. Tackle made by Tyler Koch is one of the guys to bring him down there for the Warriors. But now Hastings looking at third down again. Third down and four yards to go for Hastings. They've got the ball in Midland territory now. The ball is down to the 38-yard line. Hastings trailing in this ball game by a score of 7 to nothing. Livingston looks left. Now Livingston gets away. Penalty flags down. Livingston at the 40, 35, 30, 25, and brought down at the 24. But again, a penalty flag is down, and here's a second penalty flag going down. Well, the first one's going to be a holding on one of the offensive linemen. The second one, I hope, that uh, Ula Tasaga did not say something to the official because his hat was off, got ripped off his head. And then the official, he said something to him, the official threw the second flag, so they'll sort it out here. We've only had one ejection here in this ballgame. That was Wesley Jardim getting hit with a targeting in the first quarter. So our best defensive player is not on the field. And now we've got a couple of penalty flags here to sort out. Like Jimmy mentioned, the first one is, Probably going to be a hold on Hastings. The second one, who knows what this could be. The officials trying to sort this thing out. Hastings was on the march here in the second quarter. We have holding number 75 of the offense. That'll be a 10-yard penalty from the previous spot. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct on number three of Midland. That'll be a 15-yard penalty and an automatic first down. All right, so we've got a penalty on Hastings, Sam Young, and a penalty on Midland. That's going to be Johan Williams. So now they're going to march it off one way, and then they're probably going to bring her back the other way, and Hastings will have a first down down here at about the 33-yard line. We're watching the uh, replay in the boot again. So I don't know what Ula was upset. He got his hat ripped off, but that was from the uh, nose tackle right across from him. There wasn't anything... Uh, too vulgar there, but that come from somewhere in the secondary is where that uh, personal foul came from. So Hastings is going to get the fresh set of downs here. They'll put the football after everything's all sorted out. It'll be about the 43-yard line. You kind of mentioned it in a pregame that these two teams are yeah. a little chipper every year that we play, and we, we've seen that already here in the first uh, one quarter and, what, four minutes. I don't want to say they're dirty, but we've seen a lot of things happen uh, both here and in Fremont, and uh, hopefully Hastings can uh, hold their composure together here. But uh, the Broncos get a fresh set of downs. Here's a Willingham, starts off right, comes back left. He's at the 30, 25, 20, penalty flags down, 15, 10, 5, and he dies for the corner of the end zone. Uh, he got down to about the 1, but again, I think this one's coming back, yeah. a penalty flag back upfield at the 31. Going to be another holding call. You just cannot have penalties Foolish penalties. Hastings would have a first and goal inside the five-yard line, and now it's going to be all for naught as they'll come back out here and reset the stakes. It'll be a 10-yard penalty. Yeah, the flag is into 31. The official's standing right there. So Tom's Willingham got loose, but that's probably why he got loose. Somebody was uh, holding here on the edge. And the ball is going to come back. So instead of having the ball down at the one-yard line, we're coming back the other way. And probably be back across the 40-yard line here as Hastings 
tries to get back into this football game. Illegal block below the waist, offense number 22. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot. All right, so we've got a block below the waist. Worse than a hold. And now uh, I think somebody needs to run down Grandma's dish clock because the winds are starting to pick up, blowing into our uh, official's microphone down there. This could be a long afternoon. Maybe try to get a an undershirt or something on that microphone. That's awful. The winds were expected to pick up throughout the afternoon. In oh, fact, they were calling for some rain maybe by uh, late this afternoon. We got a no no situations right now. That looks like rain, but the winds are picking up a little bit. Hastings has got the ball back outside the 47-yard line. There's a, a reverse play to the far side to the 45, and he's brought down right there. Running the football was Terrence McIntyre. So we saw that play with the Jordan Johnson, and now uh, McIntyre runs the play to the wide side of the field. That was a pickup of one yard in the play. Now it's second down and long. Back second and about 24 for the Broncos. Boy, it just seems like this drive has gone forever. It started out at the at uh, the Hastings 24-yard line, but with penalties, we've gotten the football down inside the five-yard line once. Uh, also, uh, Livingston had a nice gain down around the 20-yard line. Both of them got brought back via penalties. Hastings has been hit by penalties here in this first half. Here's uh, Livingston. He backs up, stands in the pocket, fires it across the middle. It's going to be caught. Now the ball comes loose, but the Broncos are back on top of it down here at the 39-yard line. Big old lineman downfield. He bailed Tyler Miller out as Miller caught that football, and then a big shot and uh, bounced uh, on the turf and then right into a lineman. We'll get the number here as he was coming downfield to help out. Not able to pick her up, I don't think. Anyway, Hastings has got the ball. That was a Frank Vieira. Yeah, Frank Vieira, the center, was the guy who recovered the ball there from Miller. Third down and 15. Livingston throws the ball. It's going to be caught. Nice catch down here at the 17-yard line. Xavier McGuire. McGuire leaps into the air and grabs the ball at the 17. That is a first down for Hastings. 22 on the pass and catch, and we'll watch the replay. That was an outstanding catch. And again, Livingston delivering that football only where McGuire could catch it right over top of the uh, defender. The defender had no chance on that one. That was a great pass, great play. Six first down for Hastings here, and they're starting to rack up some yards through the air. There's a Taj Willingham now dancing in the hole as he takes the ball down around the 15. For McGuire, that was his 10th reception of the 2018 season. Hastings now looking at second down here, second down and 10. That last play just got back to the line of scrimmage. We're down to nine minutes to play here in the second quarter. Seven to nothing is the score. Midland has got the lead. Warriors scoring. In the first quarter on a six-yard touchdown pass from Nelson to Tremaine. That was at the 831 mark. Here's Livingston. He wants to throw. Now he scrambles 15, 10, 5, and he's decked at the one-yard line. He is into the end zone touchdown. Boy, he took a shot, Jimmy, right at the two-yard line. Livingston is all right. He is up. That's a touchdown for Hastings. All it did is fire Clark up. He is juiced up now. He knew he was going to take a hit when he made that cut to the center of the field. He could see a a defensive back coming in, and that was a shot right at the goal line, but he got the football across from 17 yards out. Stogs in to try to tie this football game up. Nice drive by Hastings. All right, so Stogdall, he is 
Nine out of 11 on uh, extra points so far this year. Ball is down. Kick is up, and the kick is good. We are tied. So Hastings, a nice drive there. Clark Livingston takes it in from 17 yards out. Eight minutes and 33 seconds to play. Here in the first half, we'll take a break with a score. Hastings 7 and Midland 7. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, Nebraska is leading Northwestern 28-21. They've got 10 minutes and 57 seconds to play in the fourth quarter from Evanston, Illinois. Tyler Blanco, the sophomore out of New Orleans. New Orleans come in and laid the boom on Clark Livingston right at the goal line. But, again, Clark uh, did a great job hanging on to that football. He knew he was going to take a shot, but he gets it across the goal line, and things are all well now. Broncos tie it back up, 8.33 left to go till half, and Stoggs into the football. Tremaine is going to grab the ball to 15. He's back to the 20, to the 23-yard line, to the 24-25, and down he goes. At the uh, 25-yard line, Josh Stanzel down on special teams for Hastings to bring him down. 14 plays, 76 yards for Hastings after uh, a lot of penalties and had the officials really uh, sorting a lot of things out there. But Hastings uh, does a good job. They get it downfield, really set up on that nice pass to McGuire of uh, 22 yards downfield. To get him at the 17-yard line, and then Livingston takes it in. So Nelson and this offense back in for Jeff Jamrog's Warriors. All right, we'll see, we'll see what the Warriors can do. Again, this is a team that's been putting up some points this year, averaging 36 on offense. They've got seven so far against the Bronco D. There's a little pass out here to the tight end across the 30, 35 to the 40, out to the 43-yard line. Jacob Ellis, big old boy there, 6-foot, 226-pound senior out of Savannah, Missouri, taking the ball to the 43 for Midland. Yeah, rumbling and stumbling all the way over there in front of the Warrior bench, picks up 16 yards. The fourth first down for Midland here in the football game, and the football out the 42-yard line, eight minutes left to go to half. Man comes in motion now back toward the quarterback. They fake the ball to him, and now they're going to give it away to him to the far side, and that didn't go far. They didn't fool anybody but the radio guys. Uh, Mike Sewell, the ball carrier there for Midland. He is thrown for a loss of a couple of yards back here to the 40. Second down and 12 yards to go. Midland moving from our left to our right, north to south, here in quarter number two. The Warriors and the Broncos tied up at seven points apiece with seven and a half minutes to play in the quarter. Josh Stangel coming in uh, from his corner spot over there on the far side. That was a great open field tackle on Sewell. He's a speedster if he gets out in the open. Chops him down for a two-yard loss, second and 12. All right, Nelson is in the pistol set. Turns, fakes the ball, now scrambles to this side. Directing traffic, throws the ball. It's going to be overthrown. Way overthrown. Hey, Stogg's got some good hands. Grayson Strabecki was the intended receiver, but that was nowhere close right into the hands of our of our kicker. He's gonna he's gonna lobby for some playing time on offense. Now I, well, I, I just know it. 
I've seen a little bit of everything. We had our long snapper set up to return the opening kickoff. We've had, what, uh, Austin Brett again on that two-point conversion last week carried it in the end zone. So we'll be able to see a little bit of everything. But uh, good job there by the Hastings defense putting a lot of pressure on Nelson. Here's Nelson. He wants to throw the ball again. This time he's going to be hit. He's going to be sacked. He's going to be sacked by Austin Brenning of Hastings. Austin Brenning gets his second sack of the 2018 season. And the Bronco defense again rises to the occasion. It's fourth down now for Midland. Fourth down and long, and the Warriors want to punt the football away. Brenning doing a great job. Again, this offensive line is huge, and those guys are fighting down on the trenches. He was the first guy to get there, and then a host of guys in crimson jerseys came in to help him out. All right, so here comes the punt from uh, Midland. It's going to go along the ground here and it's going to roll dead across the 20 down here close to the 15-yard line. So Hastings couldn't get there with our return men. And the ball is going to roll dead at the 15-yard line. So a good kick there for Midland. And now Hastings has got the ball deep in her own territory with six minutes and 23 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 7-7, Hastings and Midland this afternoon. Action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Uh, just a good old slobber knocker here in Hastings between a couple of old Nyack foes. 7-7 tie. Hastings uh, starting to move the football a little bit better. That last drive was pretty impressive, 76 yards. We'll see what Livingston and this group can do uh, here. Man goes in motion. Here's Livingston going to hand the ball away to a Neesmith as he powers his way across the 15 out to about the 19-yard line. We'll give him four yards on the play. Tackle is made in there by David Hansen. Hansen is a down lineman, a 290-pound junior from Albion. A pickup of a couple of yards in the play will give him three officially, second down and seven yards to go. Just by the six-minute mark now here in the second quarter. Wide receivers left and right here. Clark Livingston, empty backfield, throws the ball near side. It's caught here at the 24, across the 25, and he's running out of bounds at about the 30. Terrence McIntyre grabs the ball there. The freshman out of San Diego. That's going to be enough for another first down for Hastings. They bring the ball out to the 29. So the Broncos rolling here in this second quarter now at 540 to play. Two wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. The ball is on the near side hash. Clark Livingston has got a running back just to his right here in the backfield to give the ball away to him. Neesmith with the ball. Neesmith to the line of scrimmage. Carries it up inside and is met by a white wall of Midland University Warriors. Neesmith is brought down right at the 30-yard line. They'll give him forward progress to the 30, Jimmy. So it's second out of nine. Watching down here in front of us here, uh, the offense and defense gets in their little uh, little corrals down here. Coach Valentine is just livid with his defensive line. Either that or he's really trying to jack him up. I could hear him yelling down here just a, a minute ago. Second down and nine yards to go from the 30. Livingston trips and falls back here at the 24-yard line. He was trying to scramble away from some pressure and trips over somebody back here at the 24, and down he goes. A loss in a play. Now Hastings looking at third down at about 15. When you don't have many plays of third and 15 in your playbook here for uh, Dr. Head, we'll see what he dials up here. Probably just going to be content to try to get a few yards and punt this football away. They've got the win at their back. We're at the 422 mark in the second quarter. 
Livingston will have wide receivers left and right. Livingston backs up, stands in a pocket, throws the ball down the near sideline to Miller, and he can't come up with it. A diving attempt back here at the uh, 40-yard line or the Midland 40-yard line. So he threw it a mile, but he threw it a little bit too far. Incomplete pass. And now Hastings will have to punt the football away. Brennan Martinez, a defensive back from Fresno, California, was the guy back in coverage there for Midland. Now Stockdale will stand at his own 10-yard line. Midland has already blocked one kick. They came close one other time. So Stoggs has been under siege. They got 10 men on the line of scrimmage. Low snap again. Stoggle gets it down. Stoggle gets it away. Driving kick. Bounces to the 45, to the 40, to the 38-yard line. Picked up there. And down he goes at the 38. That's Sewell. They show this again. Stoggs kicks it between two defenders. They had so much penetration in there. And he was lucky to get that thing off. But he sent a bullet downfield. And good coverage downfield as Sewell got it. He was pretty much dropped right at his tracks. They're not going to show it again, but Midland will take over at their own 38. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Also online, Hastingslink.com. Midland scores a touchdown in the first quarter. Hastings scores a touchdown in the second quarter, and that's been the only scoring so far in this ballgame. Four minutes and two seconds to play in the first half. Nelson goes to work. There's a pass caught. Down here at the Hastings College, 42. Darren Gentry high in the air to grab that ball right in front of Anthony Murray for Hastings. Gentry makes the reception. He's a junior from Stockton, California. Moves it to the 42-yard line. First and 10 down for the Warriors. And now they've got the ball in Bronco territory with under four minutes to go here in the first half. Nice pass there by uh, the quarterback, Nelson. Getting that football out to Gentry, 20-yard gain into Bronco territory, 337, ball at the 42. Wide receivers left and right. Man goes in motion out of the far side. Here's a Nelson. He wants to throw, throws it. It's going to be caught there at the 45, breaks loose to the 40, to the 35. That's Sewell with the ball. He takes it to the 35-yard line of Hastings. So Mike Sewell is the guy. He's their leading receiver, and he's got the – Handful of passes already in this ball game today as he moves the ball down to the 35 of Hastings. A pickup of about seven yards in the play, second down and three yards to go for the Warriors. Sewell, he's a little, uh, he's like a little scat back in there, uh, real quick. Made a great move there on the uh, outside, picks up seven, going to bring up second down and three ball at the 35. Yeah, he's not big, five foot ten. Here's Nelson, throws it down the left sideline, man wide open, 15 to the 10. He's at the five yard line, touchdown. Man was wide open. That was Adrian Kellogg. And somehow he got loose. That was obviously broken coverage, Jimmy. Adrian <laughs> Kellogg running all by himself down the left sideline. A touchdown for Midland. And the Warriors have the lead 13-7. Either that or Hastings had 10 guys on the field and nobody was covering Kellogg. He was as wide open as you could get. He All alone, just a simple little pass there from Nelson. And the uh, running back takes it in from 35. That's his first touchdown reception of the season. As Kellogg takes it into the end zone for the score, the PAT is up there, and the PAT is good. The defense is going to go to school now with two minutes and 42 seconds left here in the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score Midland 14, Hastings 7. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. 
Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, three plays in 62 yards for Midland. They get a 35-yard touchdown pass from Nelson to Kellogg. PAT good, 14-7. We're just checking the, the guy they they burn on that one was Dayron Jones. Jones is in for West, uh, Wesley Jardim, Jimmy, who... Yacht ejected in the first quarter for targeting, so they go to work on the, the backup, and it and it paid off. Here comes the uh, kickoff. Hastings going to signal for the fair catch, and that's long, where Hastings will start. Our long snapper. Long snapper's in on kick returns. Anyway, Hastings will try that on the field. Still plenty of time. 2.42 left to go here till half. They now find themselves trailing by a touchdown, 14-7. to The Broncos on the ground with... Uh, 71 yards, 66 through the air. And uh, Taj Willingham with 20 carries and 27 yards. All right, so the Broncos have her back here. We'll see what they like to do with two minutes and 42 seconds left on the clock. There's keeper on the ground here as a Willingham takes it to about the 27 to pick up two yards in the play for Taj Willingham. Update from Evanston. Now in five minutes and 41 seconds to play in the football game. Nebraska has stretched their lead to 10 points now over Northwestern, 31-21. Today could be the day. Yeah, boy. Two minutes and 17 seconds to play here. We're in the second quarter. Hastings trailing Midland now by a score of 14-7. Here's Livingston. He wants to throw the football down to the left side. Nice grab there by Johnson. Did he hang on to it? Yes. Oh, my. Jordan Johnson makes a one-handed grab out here. Now Hastings can think points here, Jimmy. We're down at the 40-yard line of Midland, still with two minutes to play here in the second quarter. 38 yards. Watch this catch. Highlight. Highlight. 38 yards left-handed. Just one hand, 38-yard catch. Get the football down at the 40. Fantastic catch by Johnson. Here's a handoff down to Taz, dancing his way. Taz takes it to the 36-yard line where he is bullied over here down here at the 36. Bunch of uh, Warriors to, to bring him down now. So Hastings uh, thinking points now here in this uh, second quarter. Broncos are trailing. Ray Rush is one of the last guys to get up again for the Warriors on that stack. Hastings spending a lot of time here at the Line of scrimmage, we're down to 90 seconds to go in the quarter. 15 seconds left on the play clock. Hastings with the ball down here at the Midland 36-yard line. Livingston wants to throw, steps up away from pressure, throws the ball in the middle of the field. It's going to be incomplete. Again, trying to come up with a one-handed stab there in the middle of the field was uh, Lynn Cook. That time, the Omaha Burke product could not pull her in. It's an incomplete pass, and that's going to bring up a third down. So it's third down and six now for Hastings. They've got the ball at the Midland 36-yard line. 14-7 is the score. Warriors have the lead over the Broncos here this afternoon. Midland scoring a touchdown in the first, and they got in the end zone just a couple of minutes ago here in the second period. Hastings scoring earlier in this quarter. There's a Livingston he wants to throw, throws it near side, juggle. They hang on to it, short gain to the 30-yard line. That was McIntyre, juggles the ball, so he moves it down to the uh, 30, that's going to be close to a first down. 
Fourth down now and about a yard for Hastings. Fourth and a yard. Hastings will go for it here. 55 seconds to play. In the uh, second quarter, Hastings with a double tight ends and a I formation now behind Livingston. Livingston pitches the ball back. That's uh, Taj Willingham. Looks like he wants to throw the football, but he is going to be swarmed under back here at the 35-yard line, and they cannot convert on fourth down in a yard. Unbelievable. They had everybody packed in the line of scrimmage between the tackles, and I thought Hastings was going to try to do that. They run a quick pitch outside, but, wow, they made adjustments, got out there. There wasn't anybody Taj was going to throw the football to. I think he was just looking for an open spot. He rolled to that side, and it looks like he, he wanted to take it downfield, but you're right. I don't think anybody was out on the, the pattern. Everybody was uh, blocking. Might come back to, to that play again. First down and 10, so Hastings turns her away on downs on fourth down and a yard. Now Midland has got the ball with 38 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, here's Nelson. He wants to throw. He's under pressure. Nelson just heaves the ball to the far side as uh, picked up over there. On the uh, far sideline and out of bounds, that's Kellogg. That was close to being a lateral, and now what's the official going to do here? Well, Tony's giving him an earful. Yeah, it looked like he just tossed the ball, but that was behind the line of scrimmage. Now the officials will meet again. I'm not uh, fond of the officiating crew here today. There he's going to drop some laundry. He just drops his hanky right there. He just drops his hanky. At the uh, 18-yard line. He should use it to wrap around his microphone. Here we go. We're going to get an indication here. Intentional grounding. Offense number one. That's a spot foul. Lots of down. Second down. All right, so they drop the hanky at the 18-yard line. That's where the football is going to be placed down. It's a loss of down, so that is a huge loss. 17. Yeah, now it's a second down and 27 for the Warriors, but we got only 27 seconds to play here in the second quarter. So if Midland can just survive here for the next few seconds, this penalty won't make too much of a difference here. 14 to 7 is the score. Midland is out on top of Hastings here this afternoon. And now the Warriors come up to the uh, line of scrimmage. Now what do we have? Now we're going to have a, a timeout from uh, Midland. The Warriors want to burn a timeout here. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. He invites you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 27 seconds to play second quarter, Midland 14, Hastings 7. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell back here. Osborne Sports Complex here this afternoon. 14 to 7 is the score. Midland has got the lead over Hastings. Got just 27 seconds left in the second period. Nelson sets up a little screen. Kellogg grabs the ball. Kellogg got the 30. 
Uh, Jack, that Callow got to 20. He brings it out to the 25-yard line where he is spilled right there. 15 seconds to go here in the second quarter. It is third down for Midland. Still third down and long. They got to come all the way out to the 45-yard line for a uh, first down. So it's third and 20. And that's going to be the end of the second quarter of play as the time just expires here in the uh, second period. So we have reached halftime here today at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Our score at halftime is Midland 14, Hastings College 7. You're listening to Bronco Football on 1230 KHAS. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Five Points Bank of Hastings has again been awarded a five-star rating by Bauer Financial Research. We know our customers appreciate having their local community bank at the top of safety and soundness ratings. We are very proud of the five-star designation and will work hard to maintain this level of excellence. Knowing our community and knowing our customers, it's what sets a community bank apart from others. Five Points Bank of Hastings, member FDIC. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. The Halftime Show is brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. I'm back here at halftime at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lloyd Wilson Field to score 14-7. Midland has got the lead over Hastings College here this afternoon. Today was a day for the... That runs a field goal kick, and our guy had plenty of leg here uh, just moments ago, but he uh, sticks it uh, a little bit to the right side. He misses on his uh, runs a field goal attempt here during uh, halftime, so he misses that one, and Hastings College finds themselves trailing in this football game, sitting at 14-7 to at halftime. First half thoughts. Well, first of all, I don't see Runza Rex. Is the wind blowing too hard that uh, we can't get Runza Rex down there? Usually he's running around uh, at this time. Good to see Mike Trader down there uh, on the field as well. But, yeah, off the right side there. But uh, thoughts in the first half. Uh, you know, Hastings uh, with that bend but don't break mentality, they give up uh, one big play. That was the 35-yard touchdown pass to Kellogg. But offensively, it took us a while to get in sync. But uh, we've started to uh, get some yardage through the air, which is, comes at no surprise. This defense has given up over 300 yards through the air per game. Rushing, we've uh, kind of had a tough time getting started here. Rushing the football, Taj has had a, a bunch of carries, but uh, not a lot of yards. So hopefully we can regroup. We just trail by seven here at uh, 14 to seven at halftime. So Hastings scoring a touchdown in the second period after they gave up one in the uh, first quarter of play. And then we had 
Midland coming back and uh, getting a touchdown right uh, before halftime. And again, the Warriors have got the lead here at halftime. The score is 14-7. to Dort is all over Dakota Wesleyan and another game going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dort 26 and Dakota Wesleyan 3. That game is at halftime. Other games that are going on today. Concordia is playing at Briarcliff and Doan getting set to uh, play at Morningside. That game's about uh, half an hour or so old, so they have not reached uh, halftime yet. Hastings is trailing uh, Midland. The score is uh, 14-7 to here at halftime. Halftime numbers brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the visiting Warriors of Midland University, they had six first downs in this uh, first half. They rushed the football 12 times for no yards. That is not right. I was reading here uh, the official numbers. I had them a minus 16 on 11 carries. Uh, we'll have to check on these statistics from uh, Mays and the stat crew. 8 of 14 passing for their uh, quarterback, Peyton Nelson, 146. He's got a couple of touchdowns in that first half. So Midland with uh, 25 offensive plays, 130 yards in that uh, first half. Six first downs for Midland, four penalties in that uh, first half of action. But uh, again, rushing a lot of them numbers uh, uh, screwed down there with that 17-yard loss on the the, uh, intentional grounding by Peyton Nelson. For Hastings College in the first half, Clark Livingston's numbers, 11 of 17, passing 109 yards. Broncos carried it 23 times for 74 yards, so 183 of total offense in the first half. The Broncos with eight first downs and three penalties there as well. Individual leaders receiving, uh, Jordan Johnson having a good afternoon again. Three catches, 55 yards for Johnson. And rushing numbers, uh, Taj Willingham with 23 carries and 30 yards. So uh, rushing numbers below where we would like to be at the halftime mark, but uh, at 74 yards, 109 through the air. Clark with one interception. That was a a long bomb downfield. The defender made a a great adjustment on the football and uh, picked that one off. But uh, hopefully Hastings can uh, regroup, come out here at halftime and and, uh, put some more points on the board. We trail 14-7 to definitely in this ballgame for the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy, and uh, they'll bring it out I, in the second I half. I still don't see it. They'll, they'll bring it out in the second half. Locker room. All right, so we're at halftime, 14-7. to Midland has got the lead over Hastings College. You're listening to the Halftime Show. We'll be back right after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Come back at halftime. Hastings College and the Midland University Warriors Going at it here this afternoon, they're scoring in the ball game so far. Midland scored first in the opening period on an eight-play, 65-yard drive. They got a six-yard touchdown pass from Peyton Nelson to Dalton Tremaine. Point after touchdown was good. Midland had a seven-to-nothing lead over Hastings. 
Broncos end scoring early in the second period. They go on a 14-play, 76-yard drive. Clark Livingston took it in from 17 yards out. The PAT was good by Stockdale, and Hastings tied to score at 7-7. Midland comes back right before halftime. Three plays, 62 yards. They get a 35-yard touchdown pass from Nelson to Adrian Kellogg. One after touchdown was good, and that's the way we stand here at halftime. The score is 14-7. Hastings College is trailing here in this football game. And the other scores from the Great Plains Athletic Conference, they're at half now. Up in uh, Sioux City, Concordia has got the lead over Briar Cliff. The score is 7-6. Concordia with the lead. The other game that we have contact with, Dort has got the lead over Dakota Wesleyan at halftime. The score is 26-3. Again, the other game is Doan playing in Sioux City today against the Morningside Mustangs. As far as the other Hastings College uh, sports teams are concerned today, we've got the Hastings College soccer teams and the volleyball teams. They are on the road, and they all play Briarcliff today. They've got uh, soccer this afternoon at 1 and at 3.30 up in Sioux City. Then the Hastings College volleyball team will play at 5 o'clock this afternoon. So all the Hastings College sports teams are uh, on the road today with the exception of the football team, who has this home game today with Midland University. The basketball teams, they have started their uh, practice. In fact, the the women's basketball team had their alumni back uh, this morning to uh, play them in a little scrimmage inside uh, Lynn Farrell Arena. So the uh, Hastings College women's basketball team, a little scrimmage today. They'll start their season. In fact, the Hastings College men and women's basketball teams will start their season in a couple of weeks. And uh, they'll start the conference season right around the, the first part of November, and we'll be picking up the uh, Bronco basketball broadcast as soon as we uh, finish up the uh, the football season here for uh, Hastings College. So uh, we roll from uh, one season to the next. We're at halftime, 14-7 to 7 is the score. Midland has got the lead over Hastings College. We'll come back and check all the scores from across uh, the country in major college football as we continue with Bronco football today on 1230 KHAS. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. All right, back at halftime, we're at the Osborne Sports Complex. Lord Wilson Field here this afternoon. Hastings College is trailing Midland. The score is 14-7. We'll get you a college football scoreboard update for you today. Nebraska and Northwestern having quite a game in Evanston, Illinois. It's now uh, 31-24 to is the score. We've got two minutes and 16 seconds to play in the game. Nebraska is leading Northwestern 31-24. Nebraska has the ball. They've got a third and 10 at the Northwestern 47-yard line. So the Huskers now not out of the woods yet. The Huskers are leading Northwestern 31-24, looking for their first win of the season. And Scott Frost's first win as the head coach at Nebraska. And right now they've got a seven-point lead with two minutes to play. But the Huskers look like they're going to have to punt the ball 
Two Northwesterners are now looking at fourth down and eight from the Northwestern 46-yard line. So we'll keep you up to date on that as that one uh, continues to unfold in the Big Ten Conference today. Checking some other scores. Ohio State, a 30-point favorite today over the Minnesota Golden Gophers. They're not going to get the job done as far as uh, the line is concerned, but Ohio State is going to win today. The Buckeyes have the lead over the Gophers by the score of 30-14. to 14. They have got uh, less than a minute to play in that football game. Vanderbilt is uh, trailing Florida in the fourth quarter. Florida 34 and uh, Vanderbilt 24. So uh, Florida has got the lead over Vandy with about uh, four and a half minutes to play in that football game. Tennessee is leading Auburn by the score of 30 to 17. They've got two months and 30 seconds to play in that contest. Here's a final score from the Big Ten today. Maryland has beaten Rutgers 34-7. Another score in for the Big Ten. Iowa has uh, stopped the Indiana Hoosiers, a score 42-10. There's a final score. Kansas State has beaten Oklahoma State today. Down in Manhattan, a score of 31-12. Buffalo winners over Akron today, 24-6. As uh, Buffalo picks up the win there. Other scores we have in Eastern Michigan is uh, leading Toledo. They've got about six minutes to play in that game. The score is 28-20. to 20. Eastern Michigan with the lead. The Duke Blue Devils, they're not ready for basketball season yet. Duke has got the lead over Georgia Tech with four minutes and 45 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. It is Duke 28 and Georgia Tech 14. In the fourth quarter, it is Boston College leading Louisville. The score is 31-20. to 20. In the third quarter, Alabama-Birmingham is shutting out the Rice Owls 42 to nothing. In the second quarter, Liberty is leading Troy 14-10. In the second quarter, with 11 minutes to go, Southern Miss and North Texas, they're tied up at seven points apiece. In the second quarter, it is Pittsburgh leading fifth-ranked Notre Dame. The score is 7 to nothing. In the second quarter, just underway in the second, Miami of Ohio, seven. Kent State, nothing. In the first quarter, with about 30 seconds to play, Bowling Green is leading Western Michigan. The score is seven to nothing. In the first quarter, with about 13 minutes to play, just underway, no score between Ball State and Central Michigan. So those are the scores, and those are the games that are currently underway from across the nation in major college football action here this afternoon. Again, uh, Nebraska, they've got the lead. At last check, Nebraska was leading uh, Northwestern 31-24. to We understand there's now two minutes to play in the game in Evanston, Illinois. Northwestern has the ball as they are backed up in their own territory at their own 16-yard line. So the Huskers trying to hang on for their first one of the season. They've got a seven-point lead over Northwestern, 31-24. We're at halftime here at Hastings College Football on 1230 KHIS. Midland has got the lead over Hastings, 14-7. Be back with more after this. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. 
They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. Mike Will, Jimmy Purcell, back here at halftime. Hastings College is trailing Midland. The score is 14-7 uh, here at halftime. So the Broncos able to go on uh, one nice drive there in the uh, second period. Jimmy, as they took the ball 14 plays in 76 yards. Other than that, Hastings has had kind of a tough time moving the football against this uh, Midland defense here this afternoon. Well, they have, as we said, uh, Tosh just 25 yards in the football game. He ran for 100 and, uh, what, 80-plus last week. Uh, Neesmith with uh, 19 yards, and Livingston with uh, three carries, six yards. Again, receiving numbers, uh, Johnson with... Johnson with three catches and 55 yards in the ball game. Taj has a couple of catches uh, out of the backfield for uh, seven. And for uh, Midland, again, uh, rushing numbers are uh, almost mute, to say the least. Gary Cannon, uh, one carry, three yards. He's the leading ball carrier in the football game for uh, Midland. Lupus, uh, Lucas Wappenford, he got that one uh, 48-yard uh, screen pass, so he's the leader on uh, the receiving side of things. But, uh, yeah, Hastings, uh, again, if you can't run the football, you you just aren't going to have much a chance to win many ball games. And Hastings, uh, again, able to put a few yards up on the ground, but uh, not like they'd like to here in the first half. So 14-7 to 7 is the score. Hastings College is uh, trailing in this football game, certainly not out of the football game. And Really, you don't have to throw away anything you've been doing throughout much of the, the first half of play. We've been able to uh, get a few positive yards out there, but the defense is, I think, playing very well on both sides of the ball today. Well, they are, and you go back to that uh, last touchdown they had uh, to go ahead in this football game, that 35-yarder again, that the uh, replacement for Wesley Jardine, who was uh, ejected from the game very early here today, and uh, they went to work on him, run the wheel route out with the uh, – Running back Kellogg out of the backfield, and it goes for 35 yards. He was all alone in the corner of the end zone, and uh, that was just an easy pass from Nelson. And uh, that's really the only uh, the other touchdown that uh, Midland had in this first half of action. But, again, it's kind of the bend but don't break mentality. That's the way it was last week in the Doan game. They uh, they give up uh, quite a few yards but were able to hold when it come to crunch time. And uh, it's kind of in the way it uh, has been here today. All right, 14 to 7 is our score at halftime. We've got the second half coming up. That's the halftime show. We've got the second half straight ahead. You're listening to Bronco Football today on 1230 KHAS. The halftime show has been brought to you by the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care since 1963 at 1021 West 14th Street in Hastings. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me. 
and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. All right, back at halftime as we get you set for the uh, second half here this afternoon. Hastings College in Midland, 14-7 is the score. Midland has got the lead over Hastings. Update on the Nebraska football game. Northwestern just completed a 99-yard drive in less than two minutes. And the Cats scoring with 12 seconds to play in the game. And that one is all knotted up now at 31 points apiece. So the Huskers give up a 99-yard drive in the final two minutes of the game. And it looks like uh, they're going to play overtime today in uh, Evanston, Illinois. So Nebraska had a 10-point lead late in this uh, oh, we don't know how to win. ball game. But, uh, boy, we... Our defense is something to be desired here. Both teams back out on the field here at this game at hand. 14-7 Warrior lead over Hastings College. It'll be uh, Hastings be Hastings receiving this. Uh, now I don't remember who we've got the opening kick. I think Midland's going to get the opening kick here. we got somebody running out here late of the... The Warriors locker room, everybody else is is out here. The officials, we got the chain gang ready to go. And we're set for the uh, third quarter here today. Here comes Stongs down. So, evidently Midland is going to get the opening kick here to begin the second half of play. Again, the students are not here today because of uh, fall break. And that means the band is not here. And it was pretty uh, lackluster halftime uh, here today. Not a whole lot of energy during halftime like we normally see with the, the marching band out there. Yeah, I, I, I really miss those guys with the tubas. Well, they usually get things juiced up here where they're trying to use the uh, the sound system here to get things uh, going. But uh, I guess working as best as we're going to have today. Stog's getting ready to get into the football here. And the second half is underway. Here comes the kick. It's going to bounce to the 20. It's going to be picked up here at the 15-yard line. Back to the 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Still on his feet, 45, out to the 47-yard line. A great return there for Midland to start off the second half of play. That's Dalton Tremaine bringing the ball back there for the Warriors. Now, this guy was down here in front of us. The line judge over here was at the 25. So far away, he needed binoculars to see what was going on. I can't imagine what this call is going to be here. What what he's seen. And the play went clear to the far side of the field, right in front of the uh, Midland bench. And the guy over here is the guy who, who threw the penalty flag. Personal foul, number 34 of the return team, 15 yards from the end of the run, first down. Whatever you saw, it was a uh, personal foul on uh, Midland away from all the actions. That's going to bring the ball back to the 32. That's a, that's a big penalty. 
Midland had the ball up around the midfield stripe here, but now Midland is a push back to their own 32-yard line. The Warriors will start this drive. Working right to left here, south to north in this third quarter of play. Just underway in the second half, 14.52 to play. Midland and Hastings scoring off here this afternoon. 14-7 is the score. Peyton Nelson is the quarterback. Play action pass. Winds up, takes it down the right sideline, and the ball is caught. Did he stay in bounds? Yes, he did. That's Darren Gentry. Again, they're working on uh, the DBs back there for Hastings, and Gentry catches that ball there over Sam Pluggy of Hastings. A big, big play down in the Hastings 21-yard line. 49 on the pass and catch. He just winds up and throws it as far as he can. And Again, the defender didn't even know where the football was. He never turned around, and all he could try to do is just use the out-of-bounds to, as a defense and to get him out there, and they do down inside the 25-yard line at the 21. Bluggy is a sophomore out of Arlington, Nebraska. He was burnt on that play. There's a quick pitch here to the near side. That's going to go to... Vopperford. Vopperford is a knockdown in the play after a couple of yard gain. And now Hastings has got an injured player down here face first down at the 24 yard line. So Vopperford on the quick pitch moves it down to about the 27. It's going to bring up a, a second down situation now. And that's a, not a good guy to come to the sideline either. That's Austin Bredding. Austin Bredding, uh, the nose tackle for Hastings, a senior out of Lincoln North Star, is the injured player for Hastings. Second down and 10 yards to go. Midland has got the ball following a big pass completion in Hastings College territory. They've got it down here at the 22-yard line. Warriors already have the lead by a score of 14-7. to Nelson throws the ball far side. It's caught in a nice play over there. Defensively, the ball is caught right at the 21-yard line. That was uh, Grayson Strabecki catching the ball there for Midland, but the Broncos right over there defensively and a nice play over there by the Bronco defense. Yeah, great open field tackle. That's a tough one. It looked like he was going to get free on that far side and get around there, but a, a great open field tackle down around the legs, wrapping him up. Just a short gain of about a yard. Going to break up third down and 10. The ball back at the original line of scrimmage at the 21. Chris Rodriguez is the guy to uh, bring him down over there. He's a freshman out of Houston, Texas. And seeing some uh, playing time with the defensive secondary. There's a slant pattern across the middle, and he did not get to the first down stakes. They throw it over to uh, Sewell on a slant from the right side of the formation. They had to take it all the way down to about the 13-yard line for the first down. They got about half of it. They're sitting between the 17 and 18. Fourth down and five yards to go. The Bronco defense trying to come up with a big, big stop down here after Midland gets a big pass completion. A long pass completion to begin this second half of play. No kick team. Midland will go for it. Fourth down and about five yards to go. The ball setting at the 16-yard line. On the far side hash mark, Vopperford is in the backfield. Nelson fakes the ball. Nelson rolls right. Here comes the pressure. Nelson unloads in the end zone. Touchdown. Caught in the end zone for a touchdown. That's a Darren Gentry. So he bought just enough time there. To elude a couple of would-be tacklers, and Nelson throws a touchdown to Darren Gentry for Midland. That is going to be his 
fourth touchdown reception of the season, and it's now 20-7 to Midland. Yeah, and all that was was one-on-one coverage downfield, and Gentry just uh, having more foot speed to get away from his defender. Great pass by Nelson, 16-yard pass and catch. So Peyton Nelson fires another uh, touchdown pass here. The PAT is up there, and it is good, and Midland scores on their first possession of the second half here this afternoon. 12 minutes and 39 seconds to play. We're in the third quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Midland 21, Hastings 7. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 KHAS. All right, first drive of the second half. Midland goes five plays in 68 yards. The touchdown was a 16-yard pass. Peyton Nelson to Darren Gentry, the PAT good. And now he sings with some wood to chop here. In the second half, it is 21-7. This is nothing new for uh, the Hastings College football teams this year. There's another ball mishandled on the uh, kickoff return team, and Taj is going to be hit again at the five-yard line. That's the second time today, Jimmy, we have had a very similar problem. The ball carries over the head of our our return man, and he had to go back and chase it down, and Hastings is in a hole again at the five-yard line. Same thing. Just got lost again up in that wind or the sun or something. I don't know what Taj is... uh... What his problem is today on kickoff returns, but it's football follies back there at best. And then he gets buried at the eight-yard line. So uh, Hastings, all kinds of troubles on special teams. Yeah, that problem has not uh, popped into our repertoire all year long. Here's a Taj now running the football to try to redeem himself, and he gets outside a little bit. He brings the ball to the 17. We haven't had that sort of problem all season long, but we've seen it twice today in this game. Yeah, and again, Tony talks about special teams, how they can, uh, you can win ball games and you can lose, you you can't win games by your special teams. You certainly lose them, and boy, that's uh, it's been a really a thorn in our side, but uh, Taj with a, uh, a good gain, they're going to give him the necessary yardage. We'll give him a gain of 10 on uh, first down, so they'll get the football at the 18. That'll be Hastings' ninth first down of the game. All right, so Hastings is in their own territory again. They work from our left to our right, north to south here in this third quarter. Handoff again to Taj. Taj barrels it across the 20-yard line out to the 21 or 22. A short pickup on the play. Hastings now looking at second down and eight yards to go. So Nebraska and Northwestern, they're now in overtime. Nebraska had the ball first, did not score. Northwestern has got the ball now. They're tied up at 31 points apiece. Second down and seven yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 23-yard line. Man goes in motion on the far side. There's the snap. Handoff goes to Taj, and Taj is going to be hit. Down he goes in the 19. A loss in the play. Of a couple of yards, now we're back to the original line of scrimmage. Hastings looking at third down. And again, they try to run the stretch play off the left side. And again, uh, Midland with some pretty good team speed. Able to uh, grab a hold of Taj from behind, bring him down for a couple of yard loss. 
It's going to bring up third down and long. It'll be third and nine at the 19. 10.55 left to go here in the third quarter. He sees on the far side, hash mark, another third down opportunity right here. Livingston stands in the pocket. He throws the ball. It's going to be caught out here at the 50-yard line. Lynn Cook comes up with a reception there. The senior from Omaha, Burke, he pulls that ball away from the defensive back back there for Midland. I think that was Alex Dubas for Midland. And Lynn Cook makes the reception. It's a conversion. Hastings has got the ball in Midland territory at the 47. Ten first down. Nice catch by Calvin. He's uh, had a couple of opportunities here to bring some footballs in, but that was a great catch with a defender in his hip pocket. Now go back to the uh, rushing attack again. Willingham is hit behind the line of scrimmage, and down he goes. Midland just teeing off. They got a bunch of guys in the box here. And Todd's finding the running tough again this afternoon. Ran for 170 yards or so last week against Doan. Not today. Willingham is finding it rather tough to run against his Warrior defense. 27 carries, 40 yards. Wow. That's that's working for your money right there. <laughs> that is. And it's been, uh, every one of them has been tough, tough yards. Second down 10. Midland showing blitz. Hastings comes with a little draw play there. Taj brings it to the 44. Well, we had great success running the football last week against Doan. I think we're going to have to do something different today against the Midland. They're, they're selling out on everything else. Well, we, they, we, they want to stop the run. We haven't had the same offensive line in there for uh, consecutive games. We have consistently made a change on our offensive line from week to week. I thought last week it was a very good. Today, it's not been very good. Third and about seven for Hastings. All right, Hastings are trying to go for it. They set up a little screen, and it's going to be incomplete. He's trying to set something up there, and that's to, to Corey Leash, uh, the tight end. He could not come up with it. Even if he would have made the catch, he was going to be still about to three yards shy of a first down. He got to look for somebody downfield there. And now Hastings on fourth down and seven yards to go. We'll have to punt the football away. And this has been a venture here. They've had tremendous penetration all day long. They've got the Stogs once uh, on a partial partial block uh, earlier in the game. All right, so Stogs will stand at his own 40-yard line. Stogs will waiting for the snap high. He brings it down. High kick. Pretty good one for Stogs. They signal for the fourth catch. They make it here. At the 16-yard line, Sewell back there. And uh, that's where Midland will start first down and 10 at the 16-yard line. It's now gone final in Evanston, Illinois, and Nebraska is still winless. The Huskers have found another way to lose a football game, giving up a 99-yard drive in the final two minutes of the game. Northwestern beats Nebraska in overtime today, 34-31. Huskers did not score in overtime. Northwestern got the ball, and they kick a field goal, and Northwestern beats Nebraska today in football, 34-31. Let us start. Let the, let the talk start. Here's an inside handoff as they move the ball to the 19-yard line. Running with football there for Midland. Just a short carry. That's going to be a Gary Gannon who gets a carry. We're down to eight minutes and 50 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, 21-7. Hastings is trailing here. Midland University, the Broncos, trying to pick up their fourth win of the season here today. But this one has not been tough. They've not been easy. There's a man going in motion. That's Sewell on the far side. 
Nelson stands in the gun, waits for it. Nelson rolls away, throws the ball. It's going to be caught here on the near sideline. If he kept his feet in bounds, he did. Nice reception right in front of the Bronco bench. That's Dalton Tremaine, the freshman out of Polka, Nebraska, making a reception there for the Warriors. That's a first down out here to the Midland 27-yard line. Eight-yard gain, now 226 of passing for Nelson in the football game. That is the ninth first down for Midland as they inch the football out to the 27-yard line. All right, we're down to eight and a half minutes to play here in the third quarter. Man goes in motion off to the far side. Two wide receivers to the right side of the formation. Nelson fakes the pitch, and now he drives the ball himself across the 25 onto about the 28-yard line. Tackle is made by Kendall Oberheide, the former Adam Central Patriot, playing in the defensive line now for Hastings. That was a pickup of only one yard in the play. Second down and nine yards to go. The Warriors have a two-score lead here in this football game. Hastings needing a stop here defensively. Wide receivers split out wide to the right side down for Midland. A pistol set for uh, Peyton Nelson. Fakes the ball, spins out of there. Nelson throws it. It is caught here and then dropped at about the 34-yard line. Ball is caught and dropped over there by Midland. The intended receiver was Nolan Wolf. He can't hang on to it right on the sidelines. And now it's third down. Third down and nine yards to go for Midland. For their own 28-yard line. They run Jones on coverage there, able to jar the football loose. He's in for a Wesley Jardim today who got ejected in the first quarter for a targeting call. 7.42 to play here in the third. Third down and nine yards to go. Nelson has got the ball. Nelson is hit. Nelson is sacked. Back here at the 18-yard line. Oberheide was there. Also in there for Hastings was Titus Clay. One of the linebackers coming on the blitz. They got to him a sack back at the 18-yard line, and now Midland will have to punt. So the Mid- one- Just figuring out, minus 23 is what I have for Midland rushing the football. There's been a couple of sacks in there, but uh, that was a great play defensively. The pressure came. Nelson nowhere to go, and now Hastings should get halfway decent field position here. All right, here comes the kick by Griffiths as he gets it away. It's going to go out of bounds over there on the far sideline, so the officials have to spot the ball. Yeah, Hastings is going to get her here up around the uh, midfield stripe. They're going to put the ball down at the 46-yard line. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Brought to you in part by Five Points Bank of Hastings, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Family Medical Center of Hastings, Hastings Tribune by Hastings Convenient Care PC, and by the Hastings College Foundation. 6.57 to play in the third quarter, 21-7. The Broncos are trailing here in the ball game. Hastings has got the ball. Here's a Clark Livingston across the 50, 45, 40, 35. Clark's on his feet, 30. Eludes Matt the 25 to the 20 to the 15. Takes it down to the 10-yard line and tackled from behind. A great run there by our quarterback, Clark Livingston. Hastings is knocking on touchdown door. Great job there. Great fake by Livingston carried out as he faked it up the middle to Taj and took it off left side. Got out into the clearing and picked up a nice big gain all the way down to the 11. 
All right, we've got an injured player down there. It's going to be an injured warrior down here at the 11-yard line. A great run there by Clark Livingston. We're going to give him 44 yards on the carry, and Hastings knocking on touchdown door down here at the 11-yard line. First down, 11 for Hastings in the game. You know the rushing yards are tough when Hastings only got three first downs rushing the football, and that one there, a 44-yard run by Clark Livingston. Broncos got it just outside the 10-yard line. They'll spot it at the 11. Ray Rush is on a pretty good ball game today for Midland. He's helped to his feet. He walks off under his own power to the far sideline. Six minutes and 45 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Hastings down 21-7, playing for the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy here this afternoon. The running, uh, longest-running uh, traveling trophy in the Great Plains Athletic Conference here today. There's a handoff to Neesmith. He breaks through there at the five-yard line, breaks outside, touchdown. Neesmith takes it in from 11 yards out, and the Broncos are back in the ballgame. Tyree Neesmith's third touchdown of this season comes from 11 yards out, and that was just a hard-fought run by Neesmith. He takes it off right side. A couple of Warriors had a hand on him, but again, uh, strength of them legs. He kept them driving, got into the end zone, and now the Broncos will try to Tack on the, well, who knows? This is that formation we've seen Austin Bredding carrying it in for two. As the, the swinging gate here, if they're going to run this thing, and they might. Yeah, they're going to pitch the ball. Now they pitch it back to Stoggs, and Stoggs will take it in <laughs> for a two-point conversion. Unbelievable. Yeah, they had everybody lined up to the left. Stoggle was lined up in the backfield. <laughs> They, they obviously had that on the film as they showed it, and they had Bredding take it in. That time they pitched the ball and went the other way, and our kicker, Alex Stognall, takes it in for a two-point conversion for Hastings. Oh, we, we won't be able to live that one down. That is going to be something else there. That was uh, quite a play. As Stoggs, uh, he was hit at about the one-yard line, the guy. What little muscle he's got. He was able to uh, get across the uh, across the paint there, and the Broncos close the uh, lead here by the Warriors, 21-15. 6.34 to play. We'll take a break. The score, Midland 21, Hastings 15. You're listening to Bronco Football. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings kicks off a little uh, pooch kick here to the near sideline as they keep it away from the return bin for Midland. We haven't mentioned that yet, Jimmy, but uh, Midland is very good at returning kicks. In fact, against some of the uh, top kick returners in the nation back there, they are number one in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, averaging about 24 yards per return. That's why they decided not to kick to those guys. But they still have a good field position here at the 40-yard lines. That's where uh, Midland will start first down and 10 on their own 40. Look at that Hastings drive real quick. Just three plays, 54 yards. It was all set up on that long Livingston uh, run of 44 yards. All right, here's Nelson. 
Wants to throw the ball again in the center of the field. It's going to be caught again. Gentry has got the ball 35-30, 25-20. Gentry down to the 15-yard line. They're picking on our secondary, Jimmy, and uh, Darian Gentry has had a whale of an afternoon here and a whale of a second half here so far for a middle. He's got a couple of long ones. 45 yards on that pass play. That was Darren Scott over there on coverage, and he was nowhere close. That was just an easy reception, and then Gentry just makes a 360 spin, takes it around the far side, picks up additional yardage down to the 15. 21-15 is the score. Hastings now trailing by six, but Midland again has got the ball inside the red zone. Man comes in motion. They fake the ball to him. Nelson is going to run the ball 15. Nelson brings it outside the numbers to the 10 to the 9-yard line. He is spilled there. Ross Ostendorf in the stop for Hastings College defensively. Austin Dorf, the senior out of Gothenburg, Nebraska. That was a pickup of about five yards on the play as they moved the ball down to the 11-yard line. Second down, five yards to go for the Warriors. Now with five and a half minutes to play. Boy, and just like Nebraska, we uh, just can't stop this Midland offense here today. We've drawn closer six points, but uh, that looks like the, it's going to go by the wayside. Here's an inside handoff as they give the ball there to a Gary Cannon. Cannon moves the ball for a yard, maybe two, right in the teeth of the buzzsaw of this Hastings College defense. And now we're asking our defense to come up with another big play here on third down and three yards to go. Midland has got the ball at the Hastings College eight-yard line. Midland for in zone to our north down here. They break huddle and come up to the line of scrimmage. They're going to send trips out wide to the right side, the tight end. It'll line up to the left side of the formation here. Pistol set. Man comes in motion. Hand up. Nope, they're going to fake the ball to Cannon. Nelson has got the ball. He dances, and he did not get there. Nelson carrying the ball. Hastings comes up with a stop. So now Midland has got a decision to make on fourth down. They pick up no yardage there. Fourth down and three yards to go. Midland with the ball at the eight-yard line of Hastings with four minutes and 25 seconds to play. And the Warriors look like they're going to go for it. Yeah, Jeff Jamrock, he's a riverboat gambler. He's not even thinking about bringing the kicking team in. They will line up here on fourth and three. The ball at the eight-yard line. We're at the 4-10 mark left here in the third quarter. All right, Hastings going to have a chance in this ballgame. we got to stop him right here. Fourth down, three yards to go from the eight-yard line. Here's Nelson. He's going to throw for it. Nelson backs up. He throws. It's going to be caught. Penalty flags down. Sewell grabs the ball at the one-yard line. I think we got a penalty flag down just as Sewell caught the ball down there at the one. Hastings applauding like this one could go against Midland down there. Well, Jones was on coverage again. He got beat down there around the goal line. But they're still conferring on the uh, far side of the field. Yeah, Sewell makes a catch down there at about the one. That would certainly be enough. Number one on the defense. That penalty is declined. First to goal. All right, so it's a penalty on Hastings. Darren Scott gets a penalty for a hold. They're going to move the ball down to the two-yard line officially. Ball is at the two-yard line of Hastings. Now Midland. Has got to four cracks here from the two-yard line of Hastings. Cannon will be in the backfield. 
They hand the ball away to Cannon, and Cannon takes it into the end zone for the touchdown. That was too easy. Gary Cannon takes it in from two yards out, and Midland tacks on another six. It's now 27 to five, well, we t- we 27 talk, to 15. We talk about how mistakes will uh, hurt you, and there's a, a case of it there. Darren Scott nailed for the holding penalty away from the football. Again, a penalty there just gives uh, Midland life there with a fresh set of downs. They make it look easy, though. They open up a nice hole off left side. And Cannon, the former quarterback, takes it in. And now they will line up and go for two. Now go for two to give them a 14-point margin here. So they go for the two-point conversion after Hastings went for two. There's the inside handoff. It's going to go to Cannon. And he got it in there. He just got it in there. Fighting for uh, a couple of yards. And now look at the penalty flags go down. Three penalty flags go down all of a sudden after the play. Nobody was really around either. What happened there? There was like uh, five Broncos down. Somebody might have said something to an official. Midland was already off of the field. This is probably going to go against Hastings. There was nothing but Broncos laying in the middle of the field there. And all of a sudden, about three or four penalty flags went down. So something happened out here. We're going to get the explanation right here. Unsportsmanlike conduct, number 27 of Hastings. That penalty will be enforced on the kickoff. All right, so something happened down there with uh, Hastings. Julius Ago is the uh, guilty party bear, but the uh, touchdown stands. The two-point conversion stands. Three minutes and 33 seconds to play. In the third quarter, we'll take a break with a score of Midland 29, Hastings 15. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, a five-play, 60-yard drive for Midland that time. Touchdown was a two-yard run by Gary Cannon to get the two-point conversion, and Midland again is leading by 14 points here in the ball game, and now they're going to pooch it to the far side. It's going to be handled there by Hastings at the uh, 10-yard line. So Midland was actually uh, kicking off from the 50-yard line that time because of the penalty on Hastings. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS. Hastings trailing Midland. The score is 29-15. to 15. As the Broncos come back out now offensively, they will start this one from the 25-yard line. They call for the, the fair catch. Yeah, but the fair catch was down around the... Yeah, but this is a new rule. You get it up here at the 25-yard oh, line. okay. So Hastings will have the ball at the uh, 25. Clark Livingston will uh, come back out for Hastings. Wide receivers split out to the uh, right side of the formation. Handoff going here to Taj as they keep the ball on the ground. Taj right at the hash mark brings it out here to the 31. Big of six yards on the play for Taj Willingham. Second down and four yards to go. The Broncos content with running the football. We're down to three minutes and 17 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, Hastings trailing 29 to 15. Bedlin is four and two on the season, two and two in the conference. They've lost 
twice in the conference to number one ranked Morningside and number three ranked Northwestern. In a battle here with Hastings, here's a Clark Livingston. He throws the ball on the near side. It's going to be into the Bronco bench. So Livingston couldn't find anybody. Livingston being a hobble a little bit now. He's been beat up here the past couple of weeks. In fact, did not uh, practice in all the uh, practice sessions this week for Hastings. He sat out a couple of days. Livingston is hobbling out there right now. Third down and about three yards to go for Hastings. Maybe closer to four. The ball is sitting at the 36-yard line. Livingston has got a running back just to his right side. Wide receivers left and right. Livingston wants to throw. Throws it across the middle and is caught. First down out to the 37-yard line. Terrence McIntyre makes the reception there. That's his uh, second catch of the day. McIntyre, the freshman out of San Diego. Making the reception there for Hastings. That's a first down. They convert on third. So Hastings will move the sticks. We're down to two minutes and 35 seconds to play here in the third quarter. 29-15. Midland has got the lead. Livingston hands the ball away. Taj Willingham. Taj is hit. Down he goes. Willingham carries the ball, but again, not much there as he is tackled on the play by Midland. That's a Tykler Coke. Is the guy who brought him down as six foot one, two hundred and thirty pound sophomore out of Papillion making the stop there. Only a one yard gain for Taj Willingham. Second down and nine yards to go. Ball is sitting at the thirty eight yard line of Hastings. Down to a minute and fifty five seconds to play here in the third quarter. Livingston throws the ball caught by Leash. Corey Leash gets the ball to the forty two. So they move the ball from the 37 out to the 42, a pickup of five yards in the play. But Hastings now looking at third down and still at least five yards to go. Clock is running with a minute and 35 seconds to play in the third. Midland out on top here in this ball game by a score of 29 to 15. Play comes in here from the near sideline. Head coach Tony Harper, offensive coordinator Clint Head. Wide receivers split to the right side. Livingston goes the other way. A man is out there and overthrows his man down here at the 30-yard line. Threw it a little bit too far. That was Jordan Johnson trying to catch up with it. And that's going to force Hastings into a punt formation. So the Broncos will have to punt. Well, and again, Clark tries to hit the deep ball and just uh, throws it a little bit past his receiver over on that far side. And Stogs into the uh, football game to kick this in a way, a drive that... uh, Hastings started out a little slow, but they was able to get the football close to midfield and now got to kick it away. Now, what do we got going on? We've got somebody coming off of the field here for Hastings and a man running out there. Maybe some equipment problems here. As he uh, comes off of the field, and now uh, Stoggs is getting ready to uh, punt the football. They get it away here. Got a flutters in the air. They make the fair catch down here at the 25-yard line, and that's where Midland will start first down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Bronco football for you here today on 1230 KHIS. Hastings is trailing in this ball game by a score of 29-15. to 15. At last check, Concordia was leading Briarcliff 7-6 at halftime. Dort is out on top of Dakota Wesleyan 26-3. Nothing in yet on Morningside and Doan up there in Sioux City this afternoon. 
Midland will have the ball. First down and 10 and own 25. Nelson again goes on the right side. Man is wide open and he overthrows him. Boy, they have found something over there. One of the combinations they like over there. That was Sewell again getting loose. And Sewell had about five yards on the defensive back for Hastings. He just runs right on by our guy. And that was uh, fortunate enough that was overthrown because that was six points right there. Yeah, that was Chris Rodriguez over there on uh, coverage. And, boy, if that's in stride, that's six. We have had all kinds of trouble today. Nelson has thrown for 271 yards, but he's got just big pass plays. Pass plays of 48, 45, 35, 49. It's unreal. Here's a Nelson going to run the ball now after faking a couple of times in the backfield as he brings the ball across the 30 to the 31-yard line. Tackle is made in there by the Broncos on defense. It's Abdul Mari, a 305-pound junior out of Houston, Making the stop there for the Broncos. Hastings needing a stop on defense. We're down to 35 seconds to play here in the third quarter. 29-15, Hastings is trailing. It has been our secondary that has really been the problem here. We've held them in check, rushing the football. They are still in the minus minus yards for Midland rushing. Nelson cocks the arm, throws it, and that's going to be wide of the target. Sewell wasn't even looking for it that time. Sewell wasn't looking. That was a Rodriguez over there defensively again. So Hastings yields uh, some yards here, but now Midland put the football away. Fourth down and four yards to go. Midland will punt the ball from their own 31-yard line. Hastings will drop a couple of guys back deep at their own 31. I think that's Murray and Miller. <laughs> back deep here for Hastings. Griffiths is going to punt the football away. Wow. Good kick. That's going to go over the head of everybody. In fact, it bounces at the five. It bounces at the two, and it bounces in the end zone. That was a 66, 68-yard kick right there. They had a little bit of a win to their back. But as I, now we got a flag down there, too. Where at? I have no idea. Oh, right right here. down here in front of uh, the Hastings bench. So now the officials will confer back here at the 45-yard line. As I look in the end zone, Jimmy, look at the flags. The win has certainly uh, picked up here since uh, this ball game got underway, and Midland uses the benefit of the win right there and knocks it into the end zone. A 68-yard punt on the touchback. Hastings will get it, but we got a penalty here on the near sideline. As soon as these guys uh, get this thing figured out, we'll have some kind of an explanation as they come over. Illegal block in the back. Number 15 on Hasty. Half the distance. First down. All right, that's Ross Ostendorf, an illegal block in the back. That's going to cost us some yardage. So instead of having the ball on the touchback, they'll mark off. We've been hit by penalties today. We've been hit by a bunch of penalties, including some big ones. First penalty was uh, the ejection, the targeting call in the first quarter that we lost Wesley Jardine, but it's, it's been like a snowball coming downhill. We, we can't can't shake the penalty bug here. Eight of them. So Hastings has got the ball on their own 10-yard uh, line following the penalty here. New quarterback, Griffin Roberts. And his first pass is nearly picked off. I told you that Clark was out there hobbling in that last possession. And now they've gone to uh, Griffin Roberts. I'm sure this is not because Clark 
is being replaced because of his performance today because he hasn't been too shabby. Griffin Roberts is now into the ball game for Hastings. Roberts got to start last week at, Mo- at uh, Doan, and then we went to a Clark Livingston early in that ball game, and Griffin never got back in there. So now Griffin Roberts is into the ball game for Hastings. He hands the ball away. That's Taj as he brings the ball out to the 15. So Roberts is the six foot, 230 pound redshirt freshman out of Fort Collins, Colorado. He has rushed the ball 10 times for minus seven yards this year. He has completed seven of 10 passes for 35%, or seven out of 20 passes, 35%, 90 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Anyway, we've got the end of the third quarter, three quarters in the books this afternoon with Hastings College football. We'll take a break with a score Midland 29, Hastings 15. Family Medical Center of Hastings is the place to go for all your health care needs. Their team is trained to treat the whole person, regardless of age. They provide a wide range of medical care, including acute care, routine health screenings, and treatment of chronic conditions. Family Medical Center is the area's only independent family medicine clinic. They're dedicated to providing you the best care in the most cost-effective manner. Your family's home for health care. 1021 West 14th Street, proud to support all area student-athletes. 1230 KHAS. I have three quarters. This afternoon, Midland is out on top of Hastings, 29-15. to Northwestern has beaten Nebraska today, 34-31 in overtime. So Hastings has got the ball. It is third down for the Broncos. Third down at about six yards to go. The line of scrimmage is... The 14-yard line. Hastings has the ball at the 14. Griffin Roberts is the quarterback. Man goes in motion. That's a McIntyre. There's a pass thrown to the far side. It's going to be overthrown. Trying to get it to a McGuire. Tremendous pressure there by Midland. Knocks down Griffin Roberts. So Roberts comes in three plays and out, and the Broncos will have to punt the football away. Sputtering again offensively. We look at Hastings College. We'll just look at your stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more info. Let Stoggs kick this away, and I'll get to some numbers. All right, Stoggs standing right at the goal line. Good snap. Stoggs gets her away. Good high kick. Sewell lets it bounce at the 47, bounces at the 40, and bounces along at the 35, across the 30, down to the... 28 to the 26-yard line, and that's where they're going to down the football right there at the 26. 60 yards and another penalty flag. Wow. We've already had eight penalties. See if this one is on Hastings. Tony is not going to be a happy camper here about penalties. The official is going to try to sort this thing out. They, They take their old jolly good time making these decisions up. So I'm going to go pick up the hanky at the 30-yard line. During the kick, holding on the return team, number 14, 10 yards from the end of the kick, first down. All right, so that penalty is going to go on Midland. It's going to be 10 yards. So in addition to the great kick by Stoggs, they'll get an extra uh, 10 yards. They uh, munch off the penalty down here. Through three quarters for the Warriors, 264 of total offense, 43 plays. It's 271 through the air, minus seven on the ground. And for Hastings, 155 on the ground, 154 through the air, 309 
58 offensive plays, and Midland takes over at their own 15-yard line. There's not a lot of offense in this uh, ball game here today. Nelson now winds up. He's going to go the other way as he throws it down the right sideline. It's going to be incomplete, but we got a bunch of people over there yelling and screaming. Well, that's that's the head coach, Jeff Jamrog. He cannot believe that as uh, Darren Scott was running stride for stride. and With Gentry. They were hand-checking. That's the way we do it in the Great Plains Athletic oh, Conference. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, it's like a chicken fight. All right. Scratching and clawing. 29 to 15 is the score. Hastings is trailing Midland. Midland has got the ball, though. Here's Nelson, reverses out of there, throws it to the near sideline. That one is overthrown. Overthrown here to the uh, near side. That's going to be Morgan Benjamin, the intended receiver. Anthony Murray, Ross Ostendorf over here in coverage for Hastings. So now, two incomplete passes. It's third down, 10 yards to go. 14-27 to play in the game. Hastings looking for a stop on defense. They give it back to their offense, which is sputtered, to say the least, here this afternoon. Well, they they really have. I mean, uh, 309 yards, but we just have not been able to really move the football very effectively, especially on the ground. Well, penalties. We've had eight penalties uh, deter us here today. Here's Nelson. He breaks loose, and now he's going to be thrown down for a loss. Good job there by Julius Ago, the uh, freshman out of San Diego, to bring him down for Hastings, spins him down, and Hastings will hold Midland three plays and out. Miller will come out to return a kick here. Boy, Hastings, he stands at a 50-yard line, so Hastings is winning the field position war now. They got Midland backed up, and Hastings should get good field position. Midland will be punting against the win here this afternoon. Also going to be Murray dropping back deep here with Miller. Griffiths, he stands at his own one-yard line. It's a low snap. He gets it away, keeps it out of the win. It's a low kick. Murray picks it up at the 45, and Murray goes down at the 45-yard line. So down he goes, and now... uh, Hastings will have the ball. Trevor Havlovic was the guy to uh, bring him down from Midland, and Murray a little uh, slow in getting up. He's been uh, shaken up a couple of times uh, the past week as well, so he's nursing an injury, is slow in getting up. Of course, when you're six or seven games in the season, we all we all have aches and pains. Yeah, even the radio guys. Yeah, we're, we're, we ache and we got pain too. First down and 10. Hastings with the ball. Golden opportunity right here. Handoff goes to Taj, and Taj gets a yard, maybe two, and down he goes. Just buried by the uh, Warriors. Picks up two yards. The running has been tough for Taj Willingham here today. 32 carries, 54 yards unofficially. Well, they're using him. They're, yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're, they're using him. I tell you, this is like the Hastings College of old where the uh, tailbacks would get 35, 36 carries or more in a football game. Second down, nine yards to go. Hastings with the ball into 46. They fake the ball to Taj. Roberts, he winds up. He throws in a mile. Johnson is out there, and he overthrows him. Well, he not so much overthrew him. He just led him too far. He was running a slant down inside the 20 to the center of the field, and he threw it more to the far side hash, and Johnson just couldn't catch up with the football. And it might be the, the windy the conditions. Wind, yeah. yeah, exactly. We've got the wind to our back here. 
in this fourth quarter. We're down to 13 minutes and four seconds to play in the football game. Hastings is trailing Midland. 29 to 15 is the score for the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy here this afternoon. The traveling trophy between these two teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Big play for Hastings here. Third down, nine yards to go from the 46. Roberts surveys the field, throws it. It's intercepted. Intercepted at the 50, down the sideline, 45 to the 40, to the 35-yard line. An interception there for Midland. Picks off Roberts. A pass intercepted there by the Warriors' defense and picking off the pass is Jet Hampton. Jet Hampton picks off the pass there for the Warriors, and now Midland has got the ball. At the Hastings College 35-yard line, that is the second interception of the season for Griffin Roberts. Roberts trying to get the football to Tyler Miller across the middle, but uh, that was just a great defensive play. The defender jumped the pass route, got in front of Murray or uh, Miller right at the uh, at the time the football got there, made a good clean pick and brought her all the way back to the Hastings 40-35-yard line, 12-54. Left to go. Warriors trail by four or uh, lead by 14. That's the first pass interception of the season for Hampton. Now they go for the home run ball and it's picked off. It is picked off by Murray and then he drops the ball in the end zone and they're going to call it an incomplete pass. Murray had the interception, Jimmy, that he. Unless this other official overrules him. He fell into the end zone and it's going to be an incomplete pass. Uh, it was close. Yeah, the officials had a couple of words down there. Murray looked like he had picked off the pass, but we're not going to get any breaks off of this crew. We've been p- playing behind this crew all, all game long. We're watching the replay in the booth right now. There's the interception that was made, and yeah, we're kind of blocked off there. Anyway, Midland will have another chance here. Handoff straight ahead to the 30. That's going to be a handoff there for about five yards. Kellogg taking the ball to the 30-yard line. Well, the Broncos are going to come up with a stop. They're going to have to come up with a stop right here. We're already down by a couple of scores. 12 minutes and 25 seconds to play in the game. Midland 29, Hastings 15. He dropped it. Another replay? Showed it again. Had a real good vantage point of it. All right, wide receivers again left and right here. Now Kellogg's going to come back into the backfield. Now Tony wants to burn a timeout. Tony calls a uh, timeout here on defense. This timeout is brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. He invites you in for your next timeout to enjoy food, friends, beverages, and big screens. Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, Hastings' only true sports bar. Located across the street from the water park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 12 minutes and 11 seconds to play in the football game. We'll take a break with a score. Midland 29, Hastings 15. Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill on West 2nd, across from the Water Park, Hastings. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, 12 minutes and 11 seconds to play 
Hastings is trailing here 29 to 15. Middle looking at third down, six yards to go. A handoff to Kellogg. Kellogg fights, and now he loses control of the ball. Hastings picks it up, and let's see. We've got a couple of players going after it here. The officials, that got a penalty flag is going to be thrown here. Hastings, now another penalty flag oh, goes. Look at the penalty flags. Every official has thrown a penalty flag. Murray came up with the football. It was a loose ball. Murray came up with it, and then something happened after that. Well, they, they slammed Murray down to the ground after the play was over. You're going to see it right here. Here's the recovery made by uh, Murray. Now they uh, throw oh, him down. The... Well, he came out of there with the ball. And big old number 95 there for uh, Midland. He throws him down to the turf here. Now the officials have a big mess, a big mess to uh, sort out here. We've got one, two, three, four penalty flags down. <laughs> they probably all saw the same thing. Morningside is leading Doan at halftime. Morningside 38, Doan 7. The Mustangs are doing to the Tigers what they have done to everybody else in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Tony has now got his team all to the sidelines. And this is going to be this is going to be a must, Jimmy, for the final 12 minutes of this ballgame. Well, it is. It, it, it seems to every year. I told you before this thing gets uh, gets going, here comes the announcement. The fumble recovered by Hasty. Thank you. After the play, we have unsportsmanlike conduct. On the coach for Hastings. On the field, she went on a coach. Or on a referee. We have a UNR against Midland. Those penalties will offset Hastings' ball first down. So Tony Harper gets hit with a penalty. Chewing on an official. Chewing on an he official. He does that every play. Does the, is the guy not listening? I, I've never heard that before. <laughs> Tony is and still. He's, he's still chewing. He's still chewing with the official, chewing on an official on the field of play. And then Midland gets a 15-yard penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct. In the meantime, Hastings recovers the fumble, so the Broncos will have the ball at the 24-yard line. All right, so here's Griffin Roberts. He swings the ball out. Neesmith grabs it at the 25. Neesmith across the 25 to the 29-yard line. So they swing the ball out to uh, Neesmith. That another flag at the 30. What is that? Some piece of tape or something. It's not a flag. You're, you're just thinking you're seeing flags. We've uh, seen so, so many today. I'm blinded by yellow right now. All right, so Hastings has the ball. We're down by a couple of scores. 29 to 15 is the score. 11 minutes and 40 seconds to play. Broncos have the ball in their own territory at the 28-yard line. Johnson goes in motion. Here's a pass that's going to be caught there, but a nice grab. And a, uh, it's a grab there by McIntyre and a nice play by the uh, defensive back there by Midland, chopping him down. Now you do see a penalty yep. flag down. Yep, two of them down. One on the far hash, one on the near hash, probably in the area of a hold. Well, we got one down here and one across the way. We could have two penalties here again. And the officials again will confer. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 KHIS and also online at HastingsLink.com. Broncos have been plagued by penalties all day long today. I mean, it continues here in the fourth quarter. Eligible downfield, number 22 of the offense. 
He was covered up and went down field. We have Persian Sam roughing the pass. <laughs> All right, so we have an illegal man downfield, and then we have a roughing the passer call on the Midland. I, I think Hurricane Michael has uh, progressed up to our central part of the United States. The winds are starting to really blow here. Wow, they really are. And, uh, so after all that, it's going to bring up second down. The ball is at the 28-yard line here, going to be second down. All right, here's Griffin Roberts. He wants to throw the ball. He does. It's going to be caught by Miller up here at the 34-yard line. It'll be close to a first down. Brock Larson was the guy to cover him up defensively for Midland. Third down and a yard. Hastings with the ball. They're going to spot it right here at the 33. So they're going to take it to the 34 for the first down. Third down and a yard. Roberts with wide receivers left and right. Griffin waiting for the snap. Midland showing blitz. They hand the ball away to Taj, and Taj is going to get to the first down stakes. That's Neesmith. And Neesmith, he stays in there on that play. So Neesmith will take the ball to the 35, and now we get an injured warrior down at the 34-yard line. The guy who made the tackle, Alex Dubas, I think, is the guy who is down here for Midland at the 34-yard line. So Hastings should have a first down when they spot the ball. That's going to be number 41. That is Songa Eli. That's our Hawaiian. He's a good football player. Songa Eli. He's going to be humped off of the uh, the field down to the far side. Looks like he took a shot to his back as he's rubbing the uh, lower portion of his back as he heads to the far sideline. The result of the play is a first down for Hastings. So the Broncos have the ball at the 35-yard line. 10 minutes and 49 seconds to play. Here in the fourth quarter, Hastings probably needs to score on this drive and then hope for uh, their defense to rise to the occasion again. Roberts throws the ball far side. It's going to be caught over there. A short gain to the 39-yard line. McGuire hauls the ball in for Hastings, but a short gain from the 35 to the 39. We'll give him a four-yard gain, second down. Now the nose of the football can be placed down at the 40. So a gain of five officially, second down, five yards to go. 10-17, left in the clock. Clock is running. Broncos standing at the line of scrimmage on the far side hash mark. A trio of wide receivers split out to the left side of the formation. Now Neesmith goes in motion. Roberts throws it left side, caught by Johnson, and he's hit at the 47. That's going to be enough for a first down. Johnson hauls her in at the 47, hangs on to the football. Tackle is made by Wyatt Tremaine, the senior out of Hubbard, Nebraska. But now before Johnson picks up the first down. Four catches now and 62 yards for Johnson. Did a great job, got his head down because he knew he was going to take a shot, got it down the turf, picked up seven. Here's a Roberts. He fumbles the snap, picks it out for the turf, and now throws it down the right sideline. That ball is going to be caught, but he was out of bounds. Terrence McIntyre catches the ball, but he was out of bounds down the far sideline, and I think the win had uh, something to do with that too, Jimmy. Roberts put a lot of air underneath that one, and that one sails wide of the target. McIntyre hauls it in, but he's out of bounds downfield. Man, does he have a gun on him. That one, he was actually wrapped up by a defender and kind of going backwards once he maintained possession, but he threw that a mile 
going backwards. That was uh, incredible. Incomplete pass second down to 10. Here's Roberts. He wants to throw again. He throws it shorter this time, but that's going to be overthrown. McIntyre, the intended receiver, right at the stakes there. And now we've got another injured player here. For the Warriors back here at the 38-yard line. They're now, drop, dropping like flies. Now, all of a sudden, we don't have enough trainers on the Midland staff. They've got guys over on the training table and the bench and everywhere. Got one down here at the 38. All right, so we've got an injury timeout. We'll take a break. Nine minutes and 32 seconds to play. This timeout brought to you by Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. Hastings' only true sports bar located across the street from the Water Park on West 2nd Street in Hastings. 9.32 to play in the game, Midland 29, Hastings 15. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. On third down, 10 yards to go for Hastings on their own 47-yard line. Roberts throws the ball over the head of everybody. That is three. No, the last two passes have been grossly overthrown from Roberts, and now Hastings in a fourth and long. They've got to go. Yeah, we're down to 926, Jimmy. We're 926 and counting here in the fourth quarter. Hastings looking at fourth down, 10 yards to go. From their own 47-yard line, where the Broncos are down by two scores. So Hastings will go for it here in fourth down and 10 yards to go. Two wide receivers to each side now for Griffin Roberts with a running back in the backfield. That's uh, Neesmith. Roberts under pressure. He throws the ball. It's going to be incomplete. Lynn Cook, the intended receiver. Roberts took a dive back here at the 32 as he was hitting the play. And the Broncos turn the ball over on downs with 9.19 to play in the game. Yeah, Midland going to get a tremendous field position at the 46-47 of Hastings with a 9.19 left to go. They lead by two touchdowns. All right, so here comes the offense back out here for uh, Midland. Midland up to the uh, line of scrimmage again. They're going to start in Hastings College territory. They've got a two-touchdown lead. Nelson is going to throw down the left sideline again. The ball is going to be caught if he stayed in bounds. Did he come up with it? Yes, he did. He gets the ball at the 18-yard line. That's Gentry again. Gentry makes the reception. He keeps his feet in bounds down here at the Hastings College 18, and he's tiptoes out of bounds. 29 yards on that pass play. I won't even get into how many pass plays of over 25 yards that Nelson has had here tonight. And that was Chris Rodriguez. Boy, we've got secondary issues. Boy, today has been awful pass defense. All right, he sings now uh, backed up here again defensively. They're in the red zone. Nelson wanted to throw it, and he reverses out of there. He's just going to run out of bounds to the far side. Nelson... Loses a couple of yards in the play. Eight minutes and 42 seconds to play. In this fourth quarter, Hastings is trailing 29 to 15. Broncos went on the road last week and beat Doan for the first time since 2011, but 
I don't see the same type of uh, enthusiasm that we saw a week ago, Jimmy. And it's uh, kind of shown in this football game today. 300 yards unofficially thrown here today for Nelson. He's had six pass plays of over 25 yards today. Nelson hands the ball away. That's going to run the clock and run the ball here as Cannon takes the ball down to the 20-yard line. So they pick up about two yards on the play. Now Midland will be looking at third down. If they're thinking field goal from here, they'd have to have to kick it against a strong wind and all, all of a sudden is picked up here at Lloyd Wilson Field. Eight minutes to play. In fact, we're going to be under eight minutes when we snap the ball here. Third down, 14 yards to go. Midland with the ball. They're going to mark this in at the 22. That's Sewell going in motion. They're going to run the option play. Pitch back comes to Sewell. And he has been out there by Darren Scott, and he is knocked out of bounds. So they run it to the short side of the field. Not a whole lot of real estate out there. And Darren Scott just kind of pushes Sewell out of bounds. So now it's fourth down. Midland looking at fourth down. At about 14 yards to go. The ball is sitting at the 21-yard line of Hastings. They haven't attempted a field goal in this ball game. In fact, uh, they have only one or two field goal attempts all season long. Yeah, so, just two. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't believe in kicking field goals. Fourth down and 13 to go for it. Nelson throws a shot into the end zone. Gentry grabs the ball and it falls out of his hands. Had it in his arms and it fell out. In the end zone, so Hastings will get the ball and turn it over on downs. That was Austin Dorf back in coverage for Hastings. Murray was back in coverage. So a pass that's incomplete goes through the arms of Gentry. Hastings will have the ball now on downs at their own 21. Knocked a, a big feller down off of his uh, lawn chair down here in the end zone on that play with Austin Dorf uh, and the uh, receiver sliding out of bounds there. He jumps right up, brushes the grass off, and Hastings back on the field. All right, the Broncos with seven minutes and 17 seconds to play. Now, why not? We got another penalty flag down on the far side. McIntyre jumped on the far side. Another penalty Brandon against. False start, number five. Five-yard penalty, still first. How many is that for us today? Uh, 10, 11, that'll be 12. And take your shoes and socks out. 12 I'm, penalties now for Hastings. I'm out of phalanges. That's not very good. We're we're in uh, week seven. I know that'll be talked about on the post game. I'm, I'm not going to bring it up. You're not. First down and 15 yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 16-yard line. Here's a uh, running play here. Taj has got it as Taj brings it to the 21-yard line. So he picks up about five yards in the play, but Hastings still looking at a third down situation now. Check that. It should be second down. It is second down and 10 yards to go. Hastings with the ball on their own 21-yard line. Two wide receivers split out to the right side of the formation. One to the left. Griffin Roberts backs up. Here comes the backside pressure. He gets away. Roberts sets. He fires the ball. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted again at the 35-yard line down to sideline 30. He's back to the 25. Comes to the center of the field. 20. 15, 10-yard line. Brought down there. Same guy that picked off uh, Robinson a little while ago. Jet Hampton picks off the uh, pass for Midland. That's his second interception of the day. And we have got an injured player. I think that's uh, Griffin Roberts down at the four-yard line. 5 of 12 since Roberts come in for just uh, 22 yards, two picks. 
And uh, yeah, I think yeah, that's that a, is Roberts. Griffin Roberts, and he is holding his shoulder. I'm sure as he fires the ball downfield, somebody probably got a a, a hand in there, and uh, he's going to have a, a shoulder or elbow type of injury as he is going to come to the near sidelines now, and he's got some of, pain for him. That's not good. Pain. Yeah, a lot of pain. That's his right shoulder. He's a left-handed quarterback. Still doesn't matter. Still very tough. They're going to take him right into the locker room. I can't even imagine what the, this guy is going through right now. When you go straight to the locker room, that is not good. So Roberts is going to come off the field. But Midland has got the ball down here at the 10-yard line, the second pick of the second half for uh, Jet Hampton. And here comes uh, Nelson. He's going to give the ball away to uh, Cannon, and Cannon takes the ball down to the 5-yard line. You're looking. You, you you kind of flinched down there, Jimmy. I thought you were the patient there for a while. Do you see what they're doing? And I see what they're doing. No, I, I, that, I'm, not, I'm not looking. That hurts me. That I, hurts me. Didn't trying to put things back to where it's supposed yeah. to be. I think. I think things are out of out, out of, of joint. And they're yeah. they're pulling on an arm, and I know. Uh, oh boy, <laughs> that, that just give me chills all the way down it, to my toes. Well, you you kind of jumped like you were the patient there. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, first down and goal, or second down and goal from the six-yard line. Here's Cannon to get on a direct snap as they... Now he fumbles the football and is loose, but Midland recovers down around the uh, one-yard line. So Cannon fighting for some additional yardage down there, coughs up the pig, but Midland falls on the ball down here at the one-yard line. Fail to go down as positive gain by Cannon. We'll give him uh, five on that... Uh... Fumble Ruski, so to speak, and they've got a third down and goal. Ball is just inside the one-yard line. This would pretty much put the nail in the coffin for the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy. All right, so they're going to line up now with Nelson in the pistol set as Nelson hands the ball away. That's going to be Kellogg, and Kellogg's will walk the ball into the end zone for the touchdown. Adrian Kellogg will take it in from one yard out, so they... uh, take advantage of the second interception here of the uh, second half and Midland has now got a 35 to 15 lead over Hastings College. Second rushing touchdown today for Midland. Their longest run from scrimmage today is just six yards, but they've got it done in the air. Our secondary has been uh, not very good here today as the PAT is up and it is good and oh wait a minute, we've got penalty flags. We got a penalty flag on the uh, extra point now. <laughs> Officials will unstack uh, everybody out there and call everybody together. It's a 35 to 15 game right now. No foul. Number 17 of the defense. He leaped over the. That's a 15 yard penalty. Will be enforced on the kickoff. All right. So somebody uh, leaping over the stack. 15-yard penalty on Hastings. You can't leap? Can't leap. Huh. All right, so the point after touchdown is good. We'll take a break. Five minutes and one second to play. Here in the football game, we'll take a break with a score. Midland 36, Hastings 15. 
Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. 1230 K-H-A-S. All right, 36 to 36-15 is the score. Midland will kick off. Here's Hastings running her back, 10-15, out to the 17-yard line. Bronco football for you today here on 1230 K-H-A-S and also online at HastingsLink.com. Hastings trailing in the ballgame. Next week, we are in Seward, Hastings, and Concordia next Saturday. Their time will be at 12 o'clock noon with a pregame show. 1 o'clock for the kickoff next week. It'll be Hastings and Concordia next week here on 1230 KHIS. Isaiah Jackson down into the ball game for Hastings, so we could be in real trouble now quarterback-wise. There's a... Uh, We'll toss it across the middle. It's going to be caught there. Caught there by McGuire for Hastings. He brings the ball out to the 26. So Clark Livingston, he is out of the ball game with some sort of an injury. Our other guy out there, Griffin Roberts, he is now in the locker room with an injury. Now we're down to Isaiah Jackson. So what looked like a promising position, Jimmy, we might be a little thin here. There's another pass completion, but it's going to be short. The Xavier McGuire, hopefully uh, Clark is not beat up to the point where we can't use him next week. Griffin Roberts, he didn't look very good. Anytime you go directly to the, the locker room, your, your chances of playing next week are not very good. We won't speculate until we know there, but all of a sudden we've got, a, I think, a question mark at quarterback here for Hastings now. Here's Isaiah Jackson. He backs up. He's going to throw it down the right sideline. Jump ball down there at the 35, and it's going to fall incomplete. Lynn Cook was the intended receiver, the uh, product out of Omaha, Burke. Boy, that guy, he's got a gun on his little arm, too, doesn't he? Jackson, he can throw it a mile. Yes, he does. That was uh, right, at least in the vicinity of the uh, intended receiver. Yeah, we talk about Roberts. I hope that was a doctor that grabbed a hold of his arm and was <laughs> jerking on over on the sidelines. That never a good deal if you I hope he wasn't one of the camera guys just decided to come over there and you know, pull on that shoulder. Goodness gracious. Second down and ten here for uh, Jackson and the Broncos. 340 uh, 354 to play now. 36-15. Hastings is trailing. Here's a Jackson rolls right. Ian loads, and it's going to be picked off. Well, why not? All three of them have thrown picks here in this football game here today on the 40th pass attempt, and that pretty much seals the deal for the trophy. I've already I've had it sealed for a you while. You've had it sealed? They never even brought it out. Brock Larson is the guy who picks it off, so Jet Hampton has picked off two here in the second half, and now uh, Larson picks off another one. Three interceptions for Hastings here in the second half alone. That's pretty well uh, told the story. Did I miss a penalty flag out there? I, uh, I, I no. did not. All right. No, no penalty flag, but uh, boy, think about last week how much excitement there was with this football team. A lot of heads hanging on this uh, Broncos sidelines, and Midland takes over at the Hastings 44. 
Now we're going to see their uh, backup quarterback out there. This is Noah Oswald. He comes out. He's a junior out of Omaha, Ron Colley. He hands the ball away, so Midland is going to run the clock. Hastings is going to drop back to three wins and four losses on the season after this one. Hastings will be one and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, and the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy will uh, stay in Fremont for one more year. This is three straight years now that Midland has beaten Hastings. So Noah Oswald is into the ball game now for Midland. He's got the ball, hands it away, straight ahead. Not much there as they get it to about the 38. Andrew Miller is the guy running the football there. He's had a broken bow. Former Indian, Andrew Miller from Broken Bow, Nebraska, running the football there to the 37-yard line. Short game. Clock is running with two and a half minutes to play. Much more coming up on the Bronco post-game show here today. We've got the players of the game coming up. Coach's post-game show will get you into the fifth quarter. All the scores from across the Great Plains Athletic Conference and across the nation today. Major college football. There's a handoff again. Reject that. Nice uh, fake, and Oswald takes the ball to the 25-yard line. So Oswald, Noah Oswald picks up the first down and more for uh, Midland as they take the ball down to the 24-yard line. Longest play from scrimmage rushing today. That was a 15-yard scamper by Oswald down inside the 25 Good Northwestern has beaten Nebraska 34-31 today. Hastings College is going to go down. Trailing right now 36-15 with a minute and 45 seconds to play. There's Oswald again. He was going to run it around the left end, and he trips across the 25-yard line. So he goes down. A loss of a yard in the play, second down and 11 yards to go. So second down and 11. Midland is going to win this game, and the Warriors are going to improve to five wins and two losses on this season. They will now be three and two in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Hastings, as we mentioned, will drop to three and four. They will now be one and four in the conference as we get ready for the Concordia Bulldogs next week. There's a handoff again to Miller, and Miller is going to be stopped as he brings it across the 25-yard line to about the 24. Tackle is made by Robert Hernandez for uh, Hastings College. We're down inside to a minute to play here in this one. Well, if you don't think GPAC football isn't physical, check the training table tomorrow for uh, both teams. It's been a hard-hitting game. We've seen the Midland trainers out there on three consecutive plays picking guys up. Hastings has got... Individuals in the locker room, it's been a tough, tough game for both teams. Here's a a quick pitch here, getting outside the numbers across the 20, down to the 17-yard line. That's Miller again carrying the ball. We're down to 15 seconds to play, and I think that's going to be the final play. That's going to be the case. That's going to be the case as Midland is going to make their way across the field now, and Midland knocks off Hastings College. Here this afternoon, action from the Great Plains Athletic Conference, a final score of 36-15. to 15. So, Hastings 
Plagued by penalties in this ball game here today with throw three second half uh, interceptions. And Hastings is beaten today by uh, the Midland University Warriors. Final score of 36 to 15. We'll come back and check the final numbers right after this. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Osborne Sports Complex, Lloyd Wilson Field. Midland comes to town and beats Hastings College here today in the football final score of 36 to 15. Stay with us. We got much more to come here on 1230 KHAS. There goes the Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy. It, it did make the trip down the uh, from Fremont, and now the uh, Midland University Warriors are going to be uh, given the uh, travel. Somebody just dropped the trophy. Somebody just uh, dropped the trophy down there. It's all still in one piece, but the uh, uh, Watchhorn McLaughlin Trophy is going to be making its way back to Fremont. That was uh, one of the trainers that dropped it at about the (laughs) 22-yard line. Do you remember? I'll I'll bet you don't. Do you remember when uh, we broke the trophy and had to have it repaired? Didn't Merck? Merck dropped it. Yeah, Merck dropped the trophy at one yeah, time. Dropped the trophy and, and uh, split some wood off of it. We had to get her to the wood shop and get it all fixed up. Anyway, Midland will get to take the trophy home. They can sign it up and repair it. As uh, Hastings College loses one today to Midland, 36-15. to Broncos trailed 14-7 to at halftime. And then Hastings hit with three interceptions in the second half. It by penalties all day long today. And Hastings... Uh, never really mounted a serious challenge. 36-15, to 15, the final score today. Midland beats Hastings. The scoring in the ball game. Midland scores first. Eight-play, 65-yard drive in the first quarter. The touchdown was a six-yard touchdown pass from Peyton Nelson to Dalton Tremaine. The PAT was good, 7 to nothing to score. Hastings comes back in the second quarter. 14 plays, 76 yards. Clark Livingston takes it in from 17 yards out. Point after touchdown was good. Eight minutes and 33 seconds to play in the first half. Hastings and Midland tied at seven points apiece. Midland then scoring right before halftime on a three-play 62-yard drive. Peyton Nelson 
Throws a uh, 35-yard touchdown pass to Adrian Kellogg. Point after touchdown was good. 14-7 was our score at halftime. Midland scores on their first drive of the second half. Nelson throws a 16-yard touchdown pass to Darren Gentry. Five plays, 68 yards on that drive. That made it 21-7 in favor of Midland. Hastings then came back and got a 11-yard touchdown from Tyree Neesmith. The cap off a three-play, 54-yard drive. They went for a two-point conversion that was successful. Hastings was within six points at 21-15, to but then the Warriors score the next two touchdowns, a two-yard run from Gary Cannon to make it 29-15, to and then uh, following another interception in the second half, uh, Adrian Kellogg takes it in from four yards out, and the final score this afternoon, 36-15, to Midland beats Hastings. Stats brought to you by the Hastings College Foundation. Now you can target any size gift to Hastings College with Bronco Boost. Go to Hastings.edu for more information. For the Warriors, it was a lot off the arm of Peyton Nelson here today. Nelson had a uh, big day. His numbers, 14 of 27, 300 yards, three touchdowns in the ball game. The rushing game for the uh, Warriors, 35 carries, just 39 yards. So 339 of total offense in the football game for Midland. 13 first downs and eight penalties. There's 22 penalties today between the two teams. Uh, kind of a scrappy ball game here today. A couple of leaders for uh, Midland here, uh, really on the receiving side of things. The uh, receiver, Darren Gentry, finishes the game with three receptions, 110 yards, and a touchdown. And then out of the backfield, Adrian Kellogg with a couple of receptions and 71 yards. Kellogg also with a touchdown. For the Broncos in the football game, it was a quarterback by committee. 21-40 combination between all three, 191 yards, four interceptions. Each quarterback threw at least one pick here today. Rushing game, 37 carries, 163 yards for Hastings in the uh, ball game. So 354 of total offense, 77 offensive plays. The Broncos with 14 first downs and 13 penalties is what I had them uh, down for. Individual leaders in the game, Taj finishes with 33 carries and 59 yards, no touchdowns for Taj. Receiving uh, Leaders Jordan Johnson, four carry or four receptions, 62 yards for Johnson. And also uh, McIntyre for uh, Hastings. Terrence McIntyre, he finishes the game with three receptions and 24 yards. Not the way they wanted it to go. They lose the trophy back to uh, Fremont again for another year. And it's Concordia week, another NIAC foe coming up next week. 36-15, Hastings drops this one to Midland. Stay tuned, players of the game and the coaches post-game show coming up. You're listening to Bronco Football. Hastings College Football is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. By the Family Medical Center of Hastings, your family's home for health care. By Five Points Bank. The Better Bank, with three locations in Hastings. By the Hastings Tribune, your life, your news. By Hastings Convenient Care PC, here to help you when you need it most, now. By Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill, enjoy great food, good service, and a warm, friendly atmosphere at 2017 West 2nd, the home of NFL and college football. And by the Hastings College Foundation.
Someone once said, if you build it, they will come. To which the world-famous Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill adds, and they'll eat like crazy, too. What Bullseye's built is the soup and salad bar weekdays from 11 in the morning until 9 at night. You choose from a lugger bill affair or pile it on. Build it your way. Weekdays, 11 a.m. until 9 p.m. With the soup and salad bar. Regular menu available, too. At Bullseye Sports Bar and Grill. On West 2nd, across from the Water Park Hastings. It's time now for the player of the game. Brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. All right, Midland wins it here today over Hastings 36-15. to This is the player of the game on 1230 KHIS. The Broncos uh, not with a lot of big-time numbers here today offensively. Taj carries the ball 33 times today, 59 yards. Jordan Johnson Four uh, receptions and 62 yards. Uh, McIntyre had three receptions and 24 today. Then the Clark Livingston completes 14 of 23 passes for 154 yards and a touchdown. All candidates for our player of the game will come back and name our winner right after this. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com and find in the menu where it says HT Media. You can get copies of your favorites. And to have the Hastings Tribune delivered to you every morning, call 402-462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. Our player of the game today for Hastings will be Clark Livingston. Livingston uh, kept us around uh, until he was uh, replaced in the second half. 14 out of 23 throwing the ball today for uh, Clark. 154 yards and an interception. He'll be our player of the game and a losing cause today as Hastings loses to Midland by the score of 36-15. to Stick around. The coach is up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. You've been listening to the Player of the Game, brought to you by the Hastings Tribune. Your life, your news. To subscribe to the Hastings Tribune, call 402-462-2131 or online at HastingsTribune.com. The gifts from friends and alumni of Hastings College are always appreciated. And now there's an even greater opportunity to target your gifts more easily than ever before with Bronco Boost. With Bronco Boost, you simply log into Hastings.edu, then click on the Giving drop-down menu to reach Bronco Boost. Target your gift in on up to nine areas. Give anything from athletics to theater to music. Bronco Boost, a service of the Hastings College Foundation to directly impact Hastings College students. It's time now for the Coach's Post Game Show, brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most, now at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village. 
All right, back with the coach as uh, Hastings College uh, drops one here today to Midland. Final score of uh, 36-15. to 15. And, Coach, obviously a disappointing loss for us uh, this afternoon. Yeah, I'm pretty upset. Um, we did not uh, play very well. Um, there were some big plays that we gave up defensively. Um, you know, they hit us on some switch routes. And uh, the wheel route, they, they killed us on that. Um, but at the end of the day, I thought the defense did okay in some times like that. But uh, we got to be able to score more points and clean some of that stuff up. Uh, where did stuff just happen to run out for the bat? We, we we get the targeting call right out for the bat in the in the first quarter on our our best player uh, Wesley Jardim. I know you probably can't say a whole lot about that, but I thought that was a big play. No, oh, it's a huge play because Wesley's kind of. I mean, the good thing about the defense this year is there's not just one guy that's the heart and soul of it. They're all feeding off of each other. But Wesley is one of our top two or three defenders, and he he does a lot of checks for us and everything like that. Um, and I don't know if it was a good call or a bad call. I'm not going to say anything until I see it on film. Um, but, you know, we have to throw in a freshman, Dayron Jones, who'd made some checks and did some good things like that. But that was a definite uh, um, kind of a buzzkill right there at that point in time when you lose one of your top defenders. Yeah, did they pick on our secondary after that? Did they, they find a spot to pick on? Yeah, you know, Sam Plugi, who replaced Darren Scott last week, um, had a great game last week. They got him turned around a couple times, you know, and I don't want to say it's all on Sam because we were bringing pressure and it just didn't hit home. The quarterback had a little bit too much time, and, you know, you can't cover a guy for four seconds. I don't care who you are. So we got to be able to get our pressures in a little bit quicker like that. Um, and then there was one big one that they caught down here on us uh, that was basically wide open. It was a wheel route. And, you know, you can say they picked us or whatever. I don't care. It wasn't called, so it wasn't a pick. But uh, we did a poor job with our eyes on that on wheel route down here going to the south side, and then they got us on another wheel route on the north side when we didn't uh, focus on our man. Yeah, and I had you down for uh, six plays given up of over 25 yards. I thought that was big in the game because you really held them defensively. We just talked about it before we went on. Only 59 yards on the ground. Your rush defense was really good today. Yeah, and that's kind of been one of our sore, sore spots the last couple of years. And that quarterback that got me, he's dangerous. He can get out and run. We tried. We did a lot of different things with him uh, this week to, to kind of get the guys prepared with that. So I thought they did a good job with that. And our, on our goal board, one of our goals is to give up three or less big plays. Well, we doubled that today. And obviously they doubled us in points, so that's what hurt us. You know, we just weren't disciplined with our eyes at the right time. That tells me we just need to continue to work and, and, and practice that throughout the week. What about uh, offensively today? just looked like we were, uh, again, a little bit out of sync today for some reason. Yeah, we didn't, uh, you know, again, I want to watch film. I'm not going to throw anybody underneath the bus or anything like that. I thought there were some times that we looked okay, and I thought there was other times we got a lot of work to do. We got to get better play up front. You know, they were able to bring some pressures on us, and Clark didn't have a lot of time. I thought Clark had high energy today. I thought Clark had great body language today. I thought Clark was, you know, was being a quarterback and being a leader. Um, I thought Taj ran the ball on what he got yard-wise or anything like that. Tyree Nesmith ran the ball well at different times. But we just had a tendency to shoot ourselves in the foot, and I'd love to see what third down was because that's probably what, again, was our Achilles heel. Taj rushes the ball 33 times for like 59 yards. Every one of his uh, yards uh, he had to fight for today. Yeah, and, and, and you can't do that. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big a back you are. When you carry the ball that many times, you only get that many yards. And, and Taj is tough now, but he was getting hit at the line of scrimmage or behind the line of scrimmage. We were playing behind that, that chains um, a lot during the day, so we got to definitely get that solidified up front. You, you were praising the, the play of uh, Clark Livingston, but it, he doesn't finish the game uh, for us today. Uh, what is the, the quarterback situation now for us? Uh, we won't know until tomorrow, but, um, you know, it's kind of a, a 50-50 deal. You know, hopefully he's okay. Um, I honestly don't know the full extent of it, but uh, – um, you know, we're hoping to get him back before the end of the season, but it'll be tough. And then Griff went out again with an injury. 
So, you know, we don't know where we're at again. Isaiah came in and threw the ball a little bit. This is why you scholarship and recruit a lot of quarterbacks. All of a sudden, what, what looked like it was a promising position for us, uh, we could be down to Isaiah Jackson for uh, next week. Who's behind him? Tyler Rogers. Tyler Rogers. We got five of them on the roster. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's one thing we talked about in preseason. You kept trying to get me to name a guy, name a guy, name a guy. And I told you we, we actually have three guys that we are confident in. And the thing is, you know, maybe we need to limit down the playbook a little bit, you know, because Isaiah's been with the scouts and done that the past couple of weeks. So we're going to force feed him because we got another tough one next week. Tell you what, one thing, uh, this is a tough one to, to take here after last week's big victory. But if you needed another running back, Stoggs maybe is your, your man. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, saw, I caught the end of that. I'm sure I'm going to hear a little bit about that. But uh, that, was a, that was a good call, good effort. I mean, he got mad to the line yes, of scrimmage now. So, you know, leg drive. Okay, we'll take a break and get some final words with the coach as we continue with Bronco football on 1230 KHAS. Convenient walk-in medical care. Open when you need us. Hastings Convenient Care. No appointments necessary. From sore throats to broken bones, cuts, or illnesses. Hastings Convenient Care is open when you need us. Open seven days a week. Monday through Friday, 9 till 8, and weekends 11 until 5. Program the number in your phone so it's there when you need it. 402-463-6300. Visit online at HastingsCare.org. 208 South Burlington Suite 108, just south of the underpass. The care you need at the time you need it. Hastings Convenient Care. Hastings College uh, dropping one here today to Midland by the score of uh, 36 to 15. So, Coach, uh, what else you see? What else did you see out there that uh, is causing us problems? Well, you know, first off, I'm going to give a lot of credit to Midland because they're a very well-coached football team. Their defense got after us today. Um, I thought their special teams was extremely solid. Um, I think there's some things that we can build on, especially on the defensive side of the football. We got a couple turnovers and did some different things like that. Um, we just again eye discipline. Um, we got to we got to solidify that up front. You guys talked about it last week. We got to make sure we keep pushing these buttons. We got to make sure you know, and, and that's kind of the big fear you had. You got the big rivalry game last week, and then you come into this game. Well, this game is more important than the game last week because it's the current one, and we were playing for the trophy. We had, we were playing for a competition to, you know, finish extremely high in the state. So we got to get back work, and that's why I told the guys out there um, after the game. I go, we got four more left, man. Is, is this the taste that you want to have again? Midland is a very good football team, but I think you know we can play a heck of a lot better. We got to prepare better. We got to work better. We got to get after it. Did, did you feel the same energy today as we did uh, last Saturday at Dome? When it was going good, yes. When it was going bad, no. I'm just being flat out honest with you. And that falls on me as the head coach. You know, I lost my composure. I got a penalty um, today because I was trying to protect one of our guys. But, um, you know, that falls on that, that part right there. I got I to gotta take better control of the sideline. And even when it is going bad, well, there's going to be another play. So let's forget about that and let's move on to the next one. But we got to have that same mindset um, straight across the board as a whole team. Defensive front, I thought uh, as much as the secondary struggled, I thought the defensive front played a pretty good game. They were able to get in, put a lot of pressure on Nelson. Again, he's a tough guy to contain back there. I mean, he's one of the best dual athletes in the conference, in my opinion. And I think Coach V does a great job uh, with that defensive line. Our game plan worked pretty well with that um i thought coach hinchy and his linebacker core did a very good job today also because they're included in that um so i think the front six uh played extremely well there was just a couple breakdowns in the on opportune times for a couple corners and in the safety three different times okay my man we'll see you again uh what next next saturday we're going to get after and get back to work that's all we got okay we'll see you next week thanks and so tony harper the head coach for Hastings again the broncos dropping one here today to midland by the score of 36 to 15 Hastings will now move on to play in the Seward next week. It's the Concordia Bulldogs. Airtime will be at 12 o'clock noon next week. It'll be a 1 o'clock kickoff. Hastings 
and the Concordia Bulldogs next Saturday. So, pretty well. Puts it in a nutshell. Got some uh, work to do. And now, I, I think we have a major question marks at a position that I thought was going to be pretty good all season long. It could be 50-50. We're going to see any one of those uh, first two guys uh, next week. That's the biggest deal. I mean, we've been uh, the last couple of weeks thinking uh, we were going to see a rotation of a couple of quarterbacks. And, and uh, you know, now we, we uh, get the third one in there. But now we get both of them dinged. And you don't want to speculate. And you hope and you pray for those guys that uh, they don't uh, sustain a serious injury. But uh, it uh, could be an interesting position here. And it's uh, next man and next man. Uh, boy, there's a. Probably a couple of kids that didn't think they were going to have an opportunity to get on the field this year. Well, guess what? Their chances now, and uh, it's a chance to uh, start learning. Grab the playbook and Grab start to learn. Grab the playbook and start learning, guys. You uh, you just went in. We'll see what happens, but uh, hopefully those guys aren't uh, seriously injured. All right, so uh, again, next Saturday we'll be on there at 12 o'clock noon with a pregame show. 1 o'clock will be the uh, kickoff from Seward as Hastings will take on the Concordia Bulldogs. Don't go away. We got the fifth quarter coming up next. You're listening to Bronco Football. The Coach's Post Game Show has been brought to you by Hastings Convenient Care PC. Here to help when you need it most. Now, located at 208 South Burlington in the Burlington Village in Hastings. Stay tuned. The fifth quarter is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, KHAS Radio. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. It's time now for the fifth quarter, a recap of all the scores from today's games. All right, again, Hastings College uh, dropping one here today in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, a final score of 36-15. to 15. Got some other scores to pass along to you from the conference today. Dort all over Dakota Wesleyan winning today by a score of 50-23. to 23. Briar Cliff came back to beat Concordia, final of 23-14. to 14. And at last check, it was a halftime score. Morningside had the lead over Doan. The score was 38-7. to Again, this is a, kind of a shortened version of uh, the Great Plains Athletic Conference football today. Only four games. Everybody else had the, uh, the weekend off. But Doan and Morningside, the only game that's in progress right now. And at last check, uh, it was Doan trailing big time to the Morningside Mustangs. Checking some other scores. If you missed it, uh, Nebraska had a 14-point lead in the second half against Northwestern, and the Huskers lost today in overtime as the Northwestern goes on a 99-yard drive in the final two minutes of the football game today to tie things up. They went into overtime. Nebraska did not score on their first possession of overtime. Northwestern got the ball and kicks a field goal, and Northwestern beats Nebraska today on the score of 34 to 31. So the Huskers are still winless. They are 0 and 6 on the season. Other scores from across uh, major college football today Ohio State beats Minnesota 30 to 14. 
Florida won by 10 today over Vanderbilt, 37-27. It was Tennessee upsetting Auburn, 30-24. Maryland all over Rutgers, 34-7. It was Iowa beating Indiana today, 42-16. Kansas State winners over Oklahoma State, 31-12. Buffalo beat Akron, 24-6. Other scores, Eastern Michigan beat Toledo 28-26. It was Duke 28 and Georgia Tech 14. Boston College winners over Louisville 38-20. Alabama-Birmingham shut out Rice 42-0. Some partial scores in in the fourth quarter with two minutes and 15 seconds to play. Liberty is leading Troy 22-16. In the fourth quarter, with about a minute to play, it is North Texas over Southern Mississippi, 23-7. to In the fourth quarter, with 11 minutes to play, Pittsburgh is leading fifth-ranked Notre Dame, 14-12. to Other scores in major college football today, Miami of Ohio is shutting out Kent State in the fourth quarter, 31 to nothing. Bowling Green is leading Western Michigan, 27-14 in the third quarter. Third quarter scores, Central Michigan 20, Ball State 7. Other scores in in the second quarter, LSU out on top of Georgia 16 to nothing. In the second quarter, it is Washington leading the Oregon Ducks 17 to 10. In the second quarter, Penn State is out on top of Michigan State 14 to 7. In the second quarter, Texas 20, Baylor 10. Halftime score, Memphis all over Central Florida, 30-17. to 17. Elsewhere, halftime score, Texas A&M, 13. South Carolina, nothing. Halftime score, it is Northern Illinois, 9. Ohio, 7. Halftime score, Navy over Temple, 10-7. Halftime score, Charlotte, 9. Western Kentucky, 7. Halftime score, Marshall, 14, Old Dominion, 3. Halftime score, Army, 14, San Jose State, 3. Second quarter score, Purdue all over Illinois, 23 to 7. Some other scores, Colorado State is leading New Mexico, 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Second quarter score, Utah State, 35, UNLV, 7. First quarter score just underway. Alabama State and South Alabama are still scoreless. And Louisiana is leading New Mexico State 7 to nothing. They are in the first quarter of play. So that brings you up to date on all the college football scores from across the GPAC and across the nation today. Again, uh, Hastings College, they lose to Midland today, losing the Watchorn McLaughlin Trophy back to the Warriors. Hastings losing by the score of 36-15. to 15. The Broncos dropping to 3-4 and four now in the season. They are 1-4 and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They will play at Concordia next Saturday. Airtime will be at 12 o'clock noon next week here on 1230 KHIS. Kickoff will be at 1 o'clock. So that'll wrap things up for us uh, with Bronco football today on 1230 KHIS. For Jimmy Purcell, for my producer and engineer, Stephanie Brubaker, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon from Hastings. 
You've been listening to the fifth quarter on KHAS Radio. Hastings College football coverage is an exclusive presentation of Platte River Radio Sports.